Hey, Colin, uh, did anyone ever tell you that life was going to be this way? No one told her life was going to be this way. Enjoy jokes about your love life to your way. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. Alright, enough. That was fun. Roll the intro. Welcome back to 1v1 cast 1999 edition. I almost said 19. I and yo, the other day she's still doing it. She's still doing the show. I don't know. The oh, other day okay. she's not dead, like Alex Trebek. Dude, what? He's a national treasure. I'm just asking if Vanna White is dead, like Alex Trebek is. I don't like how that blind is open. It's fine. I just don't like how because that one is. I didn't like. Is, I didn't like not. when the window was open. And I thought somebody could sneak in, but now you're worried because the bl- the window's shut, but the blind is open. And that freaks you out. I never said it freaked me out. If you oh, were listening, you said I don't like it. That doesn't mean it freaks me out. Get up and close it. You're closer. It's right there. You're the one who janked it. You have less stuff between you and that. Yeah, but you have less less space between you and that. I'm going. The whole blind's not even open. If you had to take a guess as to how old I am, what would you guess? If I saw you, you want me to just keep talking? Can you hear me? Yeah, I, don't, I can. I don't know if people can, but Andy's talking. If you guys can't hear him, if I saw you on the street and I didn't know how old you were, you you gotta you gotta hit it with your hand, dude. Yeah, I'm just getting it all. What do you mean? Nice you jank. There's one more. Where? In the middle there. I got it. How do you not see that janked one, bro? Where? I, I, I turn it up. I see no. Oh, it's jank. better now. Yeah, I see no jank one. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yes. I would fix that one, but the twist. I wouldn't, because that one's no. It's, the twist. That's the janked. twist part of the blind fell off. Wow. That probably sounded like garbage to everybody. Andy, Andy closed the blind. I don't know if you guys could hear him, and I was talking to him, so you guys might have just heard one part of the conversation. Or they if if you were wearing some nice Bose headphones, <laughs> then you could. If you were uh, wearing some Raycon headphones, not a sponsor. Yes. But a sponsor of everything else in the world. There we go. Um. You know what I don't like about Raycons, which I'm going to say? No. Which I'm going to say now because we're definitely never going to be sponsored by them. Yes, we will. So, <laughs> yes, we will. The little um, the little headphone piece is curved out, and it, it's curved out and not down. What if we get sponsored by Raycon and they hear this? And like, well, maybe they'll, maybe they'll take the constructive criticism and change their business plan because... That because little two assholes on a freaking video game pod. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you agreeing with me? Because I'm pretty sure I'm the only asshole that thinks this about. Yeah, Raycons. but my name is pl- and face are plastered on the front of the pod just as much as you. Raycon, if you're hearing this, sponsor me and not him. That'd be an interesting dynamic. Andy, <laughs> leave. Today's episode is sponsored by. Oh God. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Um, dude, the other day, yeah, what if you had to kick well, me off, what if you had to kick me, me off the podcast? Cause if you, you got, saw me on the street, how old would you think I am? 22. Really? 23. 
Why so? Why younger? What do you mean? Why younger than I am? You look like you're 22, 23, somewhere around there. I want to look my age though. You're 24, so it's not that. I'm 25. It's okay. It's not that you bad. Cock. At least you don't look 30. But I want to look my age. What yeah. would make me look my age? Nothing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I'm asking that. You're, the, the reason I was actually, I, I was bringing that up was a completely different reason. Um, because you could start dressing a little nicer. That would help. Really? No, I don't. You don't like how I, I dress really nice. See, I right knew now, you were going like to act that. like this. I didn't even mean that. I just <laughs> this was saying something that wasn't <laughs> Then why didn't you answer it truthfully? I did. <laughs> well, then why are you saying you didn't mean it? Because I didn't mean it. Oh, my God. Did you, you, want, did you want me to mean it? No. Oh, okay. No, well, Andy. I didn't. No, you that dressed, wasn't. You dress like a Greek god. You're fine. I know I'm fine. I dress great. Yeah. Just when I'm with you, I don't have to wear freaking dress shirts and dress pants all the time. That's fine. Okay. God. That's fine. Um, you're not my dad. Okay. I'm okay. 22 years old. Okay. Um, no. So um, th- th- I, I've been feeling this weird thing now mm-hmm. that I'm 25 mm-hmm. where I'm like on the, on the, on the, I'm on the back end of millennials because mm. the cutoff for millennials, the latest is 96 and that was yeah. when I was born. Yeah. And then Gen Z you're is obviously the, 97 later. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the, whatever I said, the yeah. back end of it. And, um, you're the youngest possible version of a millennial. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm a millennial and, mm-hmm. but like, I know Gen Z things and that's fine just from social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, um, sometimes people like I, I'm at that point where like I'm talking with people like some of some of which who are like a little bit younger than me, mm-hmm. um, like people I know from college or something, and like they're like very well seated in Gen Z things, and like I'll say something like from my childhood, and it'll be the kind of thing, or just like my students I have. Granted, they're five, but like or like students I've had in the past, and mm-hmm. they'll be in like middle school or high school, and they'll be like, "What is that? What's a what's a you know this thing?" and and like, and I'm like, "Wow, I." I feel old kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same well, time, at the your same students time, are literally five. So well, I'm talking you, about like other them, kids. You are old. I know. I definitely get that. Some yeah. of them think I have a kid made me a quote unquote gift the other day. Mm-hmm. She's like, you can give this to your daughter. And I was like, mm. is that what you think? Mm. Um, Do you remember when you were, when remember when you were their age though, and you saw people our age and you were like, there's an adult. That no, no, person's no, no, no. got I'm, it holding together. But I, together I, but I, I was age. saying, I was saying that like even like kids like that like I would teach who are like in high school and they're like, mm-hmm. what is that like ten years younger than me or like mm-hmm. eight years younger than me? Yeah. Just like the generational differences now is interesting. But anyway, um, this my the my my partner I work with like in the mm-hmm. classroom, my co-teacher, mm-hmm. she she was like we were talking about this, this, this thing we, this project we wanted to do with our Uh class and, and she made a reference to, to Vanna white. Yeah. And she was like, and she was like, um, what is she? And she's like in her mid forties. Did she like hold up her arms to something? Um, no. And she was like, she, it was through text and she was like, she was like, yeah, we do this thing. She's like, yeah, I think I can have an idea where they'll hold up something. It'll be like Vanna white. And then she said in parentheses, I've attached pictures. So you know who she is. And I'm like, I know who Vanna white is. Like how young do you think I am? (laughs) You know? Yeah. That's uncomfortable. You know? So I was like, no, it it was totally fine. She was cool. And she, you know, because, Cause there's this thing, there's this thing, this, this, uh, this thing that I thought was funny. This was the only instance where this happened Mm -hmm. with her. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. 
Do you know what a ditto is? The Pokemon a ditto. <laughs> no. No. In a classroom, do you know what a ditto is? No. I didn't either. So okay. a ditto, and my mom um, referred to it as this as well. Is it a toy or something? No, a ditto is apparently the name of um, basically a worksheet. Um, they would call them dittos, like okay. when when they were younger. She was younger. Can't just and, call it a worksheet. I mean, I, then they just called it dittos. You know, okay. It, like now, it's like I don't know, like saying, I don't know, a videotape. Which sure. Is, like it's just a recording. I don't sure. know, man. Like it's it's just different things from when you were younger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I didn't know that. I'm like, and I asked her, and I was like, what is a ditto? And she just always brings it up, like every now and then, and she'll be like, yeah, like I remember talking to Colin. He said he didn't know, and I'm just like. That's literally the only thing, right. like just the right. one thing I'm like, I just don't know what that is. Like, right. I've just never heard that term before, mm-hmm. you know, and like, but everything else you say, like, like you could reference like the Dick Van Dyke show and I love Lucy right now. And I could, I not like, like things from those shows. And like, I've seen those and all and they'd be like, cause I've had that and people would be like, yeah, you're. Like you probably don't know the show Gilligan's Island because like it was all, and I'm like, right. I of course I know Gilligan's. I can right. name every character and all right. their actors and all and like all this stuff and you know so just stuff like that where it's like I probably couldn't name all the actors on Gilligan's Island. I don't know if I can actually name the actors. I don't remember now, yeah. but I can name the characters. Can mm-hmm. you name the characters on no. Gilligan's Island? No. Really? No. I didn't really watch the show. Gilligan, Skipper, Marie, the Professor. That's all. That's it. How am I doing? Gilligan Skipper. What's the lady's name? Um, Marianne. Marianne. Uh, I thought Marie, it was Marie. You punk. The professor. It was an M something. Uh, Ginger. Thurston Howell the third. Okay. And then his wife. They never call her this, but her name is Ursula. But okay. he calls her Lovey. Okay. He goes Lovey. Okay. But he's yeah, like got the, me. He's like the rich guy <laughs> and the yeah. rich wife, and they're like <laughs> they're not super. They're sort of pompous, but not Didn't really. Didn't that show air in the seventies? Uh yes. Yeah. How do you know all about it? Because I grew up watching it. Oh. Because my, my parents would really like those shows, so I grew up watching it. I sure. Love Lucy, uh, Dick Van... A lot of things, but sure. I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke, Bewitched, I Dream of Jeannie, mm. Gilligan's Island. That's fun. Um, Truly a wholesome era in TV comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I love Dick Van Dyke. I'm thrilled that he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, good for him. I watched a lot of old cartoons when I was a kid. Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes, Flintstones. Oh yeah, those are fun. That sort of stuff. Those are fun. Know? Me too. I've watched stuff those that are... came out in the forties. Boomerang, you know, yeah. Boomerang, yo. Any Hanna Barbera stuff mm-hmm. and Scooby Doo reruns. The classic like Scoobers. Yeah, man. Scooby Doo. I watched yeah. a lot of Flintstones as well. Classic. Yeah. Um, you bought. Uh, not so much. You bought do. I wasn't so much for the adult sitcoms. Though. You know, not not that they're super mature, but you know, like Gilligan's Island, like you said. I don't know. My parents weren't into them either, though. So I don't know. Yabadabadu. Anywho, uh, we started this by singing the Friends Reunion theme. That comes out tonight. We're going to watch that we're after We're going to watch that tonight, yeah. Pretty but, exciting. Um, uh, but we're talking tonight, today, whatever. Tonight. Whenever, whenever you're listening to this, whatever you prefer. Listen to it at night, listen to date, whatever now, you do. Right now, we're going to talk about the best of the year of 1999. How old were you in 1999, Colin? Four. He was three. I would have been five. Uh, if you saw me in 1999 in the street, how old would you think I was? 22. <laughs> <laughs> I was old um because you watched a bunch of old ass TV I've just shows. been having like weird if a, if a three-year-old walked up to me which I assume you probably did to a lot of people and went hey Ricky and like made I love Lucy references I would have been like this is clearly a Benjamin Button case 
of a, in a full grown a full grown man trapped in a toddler's body. Is that what you think I did? I assumed you watched those shows, and when kids are watching TV shows, they tend to quote them a lot to people, and you know make references to them. Um, so I, I would just I say things from it, but I didn't attribute yeah. it to it. Yeah, but they weren't like antiquated things. I remember. No, my but if I did. but if I recognized a reference to a show, I'd be like. How in the hell does this three-year-old know about the coconuts and the professor? I, and the I wasn't the watching those things when I was oh, okay. three. All right. Well, okay. Maybe a little older. Do you know, do you know the show Backyardigans? <laughs> oh, God. I didn't watch that show, but do you, my, my cousin did when I, he was a I kid. Recognize I was, the name and I can picture the characters, but I never watched the show. There's a show on Nick show. Jr. Sure. There's this, there this really banging song. Oh, God. That's, don't. that's on. No, no. Listen. Don't. There's this banging song. That's on. Um, I will give you ten dollars to not play it right now. No, dude. No, dude. Listen. Just, Come on, just stop. Stop and listen. Ugh. This, this. So this song is really popular on TikTok. Oh God, even worse. No, listen, dude. This is so good. Okay. You and the sambas. Isn't this great? No. What do you mean, no? I don't like, like obviously it's children, children singing. singing, but like this is literally by Adam Neely. Isn't this great? Isn't that incredible? Adam Neely is another like musical YouTuber who's like on par with like June Lee and like sort of Jacob Collier in the YouTube community. He's like a big music guy that does like that super heady musical garbage. And he had a video where it was like, why Castaways from the Back Guardians is a goddamn musical masterpiece. Because it is. Why are you not sold on this? I'm mad about this. I'm mad that you think I'm three years younger than I am. And I'm mad that you don't like Backyardigans. Nothing? You got nothing for me? I don't have any respect for you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I think this has to be over. I understand. (laughs) No, that's fine. The song's fine. I I I guess hearing... Well, you and your bosses, man. You could get fucking raped by a bossa and you'd be like, this is great. Yeah, but then I... Um, (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It's, you're a whore for bosses. You're a whore for bosses. I don't know about I don't know about the original version with the children's. I mean obviously it's kids, but, but it's yeah, like it's still it's a freaking a goddamn bop. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I want you to be excited about this and I want you to think I'm twenty five. I I know you're twenty five. I'm just I'm saying, I've always no, it's it's I'm fine. saying if I saw you on the street I would assume you were slightly younger. I've always been, yeah, no, people, people do that because maybe because of what I wear, I don't know, who cares. I but, don't think I really want to know how old you would assume I was, so I'm just not going to ask. Um, I don't really know because I know, I don't, it's hard to say because I know how old you are. Um, okay. Because I know you're that age. I can't But I know you're 25 and I would still see you as something younger if I thought you were younger. Yeah, I don't view you or as, if I, didn't I don't view you as younger than 26. I I think of you as 27 cuz I think you're 27 cuz you're mm-hmm. you graduated 2 years before me. Sure. There you go. But sure, you're sure, actually sure. 26. Sure. And you're 27 3 months. Sure. Um 
Yeah, no, I've been I I've always had this this weird insecurity about people thinking I'm younger than I am or like being treated like a kid. You realize that's like the pinnacle of humanity though, right? To be viewed as younger, especially as you I get mean, older, like every time you ask somebody when they're 30, "Oh, you don't look a day over 25." 40. Oh, you don't look a day over 30. Like that's what people want. So why why do you not want that? Um, that I makes don't know, perfect sense. Because there was a lot of points in my life where people would be like, "Oh yeah, this this kid," and like it, it would piss mm-hmm. me off. And I'm mm-hmm. like, "I'm not a kid, dude." Yeah, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I don't get that now, but like, right. Right. Uh, I just have that in my like. I haven't gotten that year. Well, I remember I went to the. Right. I remember I went to the store. I went to Target to get your 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 Christmas gift uh, around in December. And I bought that headset for you, mm-hmm. and it was it was it was during COVID mm-hmm. on a Saturday during Christmas at a Target. Oh god! Um, and so, but I survived. That's but there was a lot of people. That's probably where we got COVID. And so I went you. there. Yeah, probably it's from that headset. So I went there, um, and yeah, you had it before. Yeah, that's true. So I went there, and um, and I uh, and I remember there was like a guy in line in front of me checking something out, and like he was taking a little bit of time, and he was like. I was wearing Adidas pants. Cast away. I was wearing Adidas pants and Adidas Cast hoodie. Away. Like it's just like a baseball hat, a hoodie oh, and there. and pants. <laughs> I was just wearing like normal like lounging athletic wear type stuff. Uh-huh. And like I don't know, maybe it's my glasses or something or the fact that he couldn't see my facial hair or something. Yeah. And because facial hair helps contribute to like agedness. Oh, yeah. um, there was this kid in my school. He literally had a face full of hair. You'd think the kid was 30 and he was two yeah. years younger than me. Right. Um, the kid looked like Jesus. And yeah. like, um, but the guy, I remember the guy was like, the guy was like, oh yeah, there's uh, like, he, 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 he was like, I'm taking forever. And he kind of like leaned over. He's like, oh, sorry kid. And he was like, and he said to the cashier who was probably younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, this kid probably wants to go home and play Call of Duty. And I remember that pissed me off so mm. much. And I was like. But you were probably playing Call of Duty, though. Yeah. I was well, also because of what I was buying for you to play Call of Duty. He was right. But. <laughs> he was right. The fact that he assumed and mainly that he, he was like, this kid. And I was yeah, like. Yeah, right, right. I don't know. I just. I've always been like so. So what's the opposite of, dis, I guess, sensitized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just always been so sensitive to like, like that mm-hmm. type of like, oh, you're a kid. Ageism. Yeah, which is not a. Th- I, I don't really experience it anymore because no. I'm a grown adult now, and I have yeah. been for years. Well, but once, like, once you once you're out of that phase of like early twenties, it stops. Yeah, almost immediately. I used to think it was my facial hair that aged me up and made people think I was way older, but it turns out it's my depression, and and the sadness in my eyes. So Marvel versus Marvel superheroes versus Street Fighter came out this year, um, in nineteen ninety nine. It's the first instance by Capcom of this arcade fighting game, um, that kind of became like a big staple, like Capcom versus somebody or Poopy versus Doopy. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the first one. Um, it came out. Well, let me tell you, came on PlayStation. Came out on the arcade in ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Um, came out of Sega Saturn. Neat. I mean, I mean, there's not much more than that. It's 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 pretty straightforward. Another this one, one, this one, we wanted to um, kind of, we kind of decided to like shave a lot of these ones where it's like, 
we don't really need to mention this whatever sequel to mm-hmm. a pretty solid game. Like, so, oh, like, Mega Man X5 came yeah. out this year. It's like, we're we're going to stop. Because we realize this is for contenders for the best of, right? So, like, why should we have to mention Gex 3? Go ahead, Andy. Gex 3 came out in 1999. Yes, uh, it did. It was called, hang on. Let's get all the nine titles for it. It had to have a title. A subtitle. It couldn't just be Gex 3. I started going to therapy in January, and I think you Gex. and every single person listening should go to therapy. I think therapy's great. You think I should go to therapy? I mean, if if, if you identify yourself as depress- depression, then you oh, should Oh, we're go. circling back to that? Yeah. Oh. Well. No, you, thanks. Don't, you don't have to get depression, but... No, I mean, I, I mean therapy. I could, I could benefit from, this, great. from some serious therapy. Yeah, yeah sometimes cool. video games make me want to have therapy, like Knockout City. Video sometimes. games, video games are therapy, man. They are. You ever play like Celeste? A, that uh, game, yeah. Celeste is just a trip to the therapist, man. Yeah, Celeste is literally about anxiety. Yeah. She's literally going over a mountain. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I haven't beaten that game, so I'm not over the mountain. G. Well, that's why I'm in therapy, so I can beat Celeste. <laughs> It just shows. So therapy is great. It just shows so much. I'm working uh, on it. Gex Three is is subtitled Deep Cover Gecko, and it's got a spy theme to it. Because uh, he's like James Bond. He's kind of James Bondish. Yeah. Remember um, James Pond? <laughs> he's the fish James Bond. Uh, no. What is that from? It's it's just an, like a really old game from the early nineties. Oh a, really? It's a, it's just it was just a platformer called James Pond. That's interesting. And you're you're a fish in a tux. I'm surprised it didn't make the year, the year of whatever year that came out. Um, yeah, I remember playing this on N64. What? Are you, what are, oh, Gex. Gex Three. Yeah, uh, that's literally all I have to say about it. I've played it, and it's called Deep Cover Gecko, and it's not very. You've good. played it. I didn't own it, but I've played it. Is it, it 3D or? Uh-huh. Yeah, 3D platformer. Gex. My tooth. My Geeks. tooth hurts. Why? I don't know. Just started hurting just now. Because you're 27? Yeah, probably. Ageism. Should probably go to the therapist. My tooth hurts. What do I do? Now about I'm like it? insecure about my age now that we're talking about it, but we, I don't need to. Why are you so insecure fine. about your age? I don't know, because I always am. Because I'm insecure about everything in my life. Why should this be any different? Well, why should you expect anything less than me than insecurity? Well, my advice about insecurities are save it for stuff you can actually control, and then your life will be a lot easier. Why do I look the way they do? Well, you can get a haircut or you can lose some weight or you can change your outfit or why am I this age? Can't do anything about that. I mean, just be younger. Unless you're Benjamin Button. Just, why am I homeless? Just buy a house. Just just yeah. be younger. It's it's unchangeable circumstances no, it is. that aren't worth worrying about. It's okay. Also, nobody cares that you're younger. In fact, in three years, when I'm 30... And you're still 28, you'll be like, ha, fuck you. When I'm still, tw- oh. I'm still in my 20s and you're in your 30s and I'm going to kill myself in front of you. This is a depressing episode so far. Um, So yeah, Gex. Speaking of depressing. Gex 3 is out. Silent Hill is a survival horror video game for the PlayStation published by Konami. Mm-hmm. Um, a this spin-off, is the first. A spin-off of Loud Hill. Of, of uh, of Loud Ravine. <laughs> of Loud Valley. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Silent Hill came out. Um, Silent Hill has a, a strange history. 
um, of just bugs mainly because I don't know a whole lot about it, but I at the same time do know a decent amount about it. It has like a lot of weird remakes and Who's like the developer then Konami. Oh, okay. Um, do you know any games by Konami? Huh? Do you know any games by Konami? Are you trying to say Konami? <laughs> yep. Because yeah. I said it two seconds ago. Yeah. Um. God, what's the one? We, what's the one we were just talking about earlier? Mega Man's Capcom. I don't remember. There's two big ones. I mean, I'm sure I remember them. What's you say? Yu-Gi-Oh is Konami. Oh, cool. There are two big ones. Is Yu-Gi-Oh one of them? No, but there are oh. two big ones. Uh, Spyro. No. And that's Stardew Valley. That's a concerned ape. Why don't you just tell me? I want you to guess for, it. I'm not going to get it, and it's just going to be dead airspace. So no, guess it. Me? Guess it. Give your thought process out loud. I don't want to. I want you to. I don't want to. Give me Brock, paper, scissors for it? No. You can either say it or I'm going to sit here quietly. I'm thinking of a number. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Why don't you just tell me? It's Castlevania. Oh, yeah. And Metal Gear. Yeah, makes sense. Wasn't that worth it? Wasn't that worth the payoff, um, So Silent Hill came out, and it's just like a really weird one. Um, like, it, it's a really weird series because, like, there's it, it's one of those things where it has like weird endings but like specific endings and like secret mm-hmm. endings that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have known about and it's like really trippy and it has like w- it has like open-ended mm-hmm. endings sort of a choose your own adventure game um s- sort of sort of but not really sort of you know how hollow knight ends mm-hmm. like you know how it has a few different endings yeah yeah you, and then, like, you got to go to the void, and like, you find like your void self, and all that garbage. Like, right, right. Um, there's a lot going on. Like, you can end it. I actually finished the game before that. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not. I gotta get the void thing, you know. And then I get those, and then I finish it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like one of those things where, like, it's not clear that you have to go to this place. Do you know what right, I mean? Right. Um, and, but it's like even more. Is there is that. there a best ending? Like you want to try for this one ending for sure when you play that game, or is it like I'm pretty sure it's just like the secret ending. ending. Okay. Um, the ending. He's uh, so the game is, it's Silent Hill. Um, it's survival horror. Um, the objective is to guide the main protagonist, um, Harry Mason, through a monster-filled town as he searches for his lost daughter Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the basically like it, this. You know, the town is called Silent Hill. He's like mm-hmm. driving right. um, and he gets in a crash and like he gets out of the crash and he's like looking around and there's like this weird psychological stuff and there's like monsters in the fog, but then you got to run into the monsters and you got to like hurt them somehow and like, um, you know, and he's just a dude. He's not like a cop or a superhero. He's just a man. Um, and you're going through and it's it's crazy because like this game this I always in my brain would lump because it's also survival horror. I would lump this game in with Resident Evil. Yeah, um, I always kind of do too. Just I think a lot of people similar. do, um, but there was a lot of Silent Hill games. They started to wane over the years, but like the first few installments were something that were significant. Um, and you know, like like there's no HUD. You can only take a few hits. Like it's just really quiet. The a lot of the music is just like eerie ambiance and like. 
radio static um and like the plot twist basically um so it says here i won't go into them but it says there are four different um four different endings are available dependent on the player's previous actions there's a there's a bad ending there's bad plus there's good and then good plus um and it's really and then there's and then there's also a joke ending Mm-hmm. Which is like it's weird because this like dog, like abducts you. It's like like a like a like a cartoon alien has a tractor beam. Yeah. A dog does that to you. It's this weird running joke that ends up in some of the later games. Yeah, on the sequels because I think some of the sequels are still affiliated with the same Harry Mason guy. Right. Um, but I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly from what I know about this game, I have the information right here, but I don't really feel like sifting through it if I'm honest. Um, you meet some people, uh, and spoiler alert for Silent Hill from 1999 in, on PlayStation and then play Game Boy Advance in Japan in 2001, um, which is pretty cool. Um, when he gets in the car trash, car crash, he dies. Mm-hmm. So you are a, um, if I remember correctly, um, if you are, uh, so you're kind of like walking around as a ghost. That's why you're seeing these monsters. Right. And like, I think you try to interact with some people and like some people are mentally unstable. It's some real weird psychological bullshit. Is there shooting in this or no? Um, yeah, you pick up, you pick up pick like up lead pipes and okay. like, and, and stuff like that. And then you can also find like, Oh, you find like a gun and like a dead body. Yeah. So it's like, it says combat is like that slow fixed camera survival horror. Um, yeah, like, like dark hallway. I just have trouble combat. separating it from Resident Evil in my mind, but I guess mm-hmm. this one's more ghosts and spirits and Resident Evil this, more zombies. This is, this is, yeah. So Resident Evil is zombies and like abominations. Right. This one is like, is, is, it, it is that too, but it's like just more just generic monster mm-hmm. themed. Right. But like it has like Pyramid Head, which is really scary. Mm. Do you know anything about Pyramid Head? I don't know anything about this game. Pyramid Head is this big enemy. His head, he has this really strange, like, triangle helmet. Mm. And then, like, like a big buff, um, like, torso. He mm-hmm. just doesn't wear a shirt. And then this, like, robe and, like, barefoot. And he has this enormous, like, cloud-sized buster sword. Mm-hmm. But he, and it's, like, rusty. And he just drags it around. And he'll just one-shot you. And mm-hmm. he's just, like, really, he's really intimidated. Because when one of these, because it's, these, this is, like, one of those things where, like, you know how like like horror movie villains would like just seemingly appear anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's what happens with this guy. Right. And the only indi- because it's foggy, the only indicator of this guy is hearing the scraping of his heavy rusty blade on the ground, mm. and it's like, ooh, yeah, it, it's it's a uh, spooky game. Mm. Silent Hill came out this year. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, we're gonna hit this one, even though it came out in Japan only in December. The Nihon. What? The Nihon. No. Yes, that means Japan in Japan. Oh, I thought you were naming something else. Um, anyway, the this game uh, came out in Japan in 1999, but not the in 2000 worldwide. And that's Mario Party 2. Mario Party 2? Yeah, you don't have a fun name for that one. Nihon boy. I mean, that is just a name. It's just a name. That's just a language. I'm sorry. I know multiple languages, Andy. Yeah, you're a real cool guy. Yeah, I am. Um, In my 22 years of age. Yeah. (laughs) Another uh, board game style game from 
you know, the creators of Mario and uh, what's the developer called again? I forget. HUD. Hudson Hal? Soft. Hudson Soft. Oh, Hudson Soft. That's the developer here. It um, is with a little yeah. B. Yeah. Um, they made uh, Bomberman too. I always preferred the original Mario Party over this one. Well, I know you're wrong. This has one more board than the other one. It's got uh, actually two more because you unlock a sixth once you <gasps> beat the game. But I don't really care. I still prefer the original one uh, over this one for some reason. I just see my favorites are just probably just the ones in the Wii because you can just mm-hmm. shake them, dude. Mm-hmm. Anything with motion controls in Mario Party is fun. But yeah, this is on the N64. We gotta, we gotta play its... the new one. Yeah, we just never to did try it, it out. I have played it, but it's I don't really remember much from mm-hmm. it. One of these days when it's because it's on sale like three or four times a year for like forty yeah. bucks, we should just get it. Spend forty bucks on yeah. it. Yeah, why don't we should we could literally split it because we're just you know we'd only play when we're together. Yeah, you know we could play it online because they added that new online thing. That's true. Three years, but after they didn't. Its launch, they didn't yeah. add online to Mario Party Two yeah. because it came out in nineteen ninety nine. No, although. No, I was going to say that the N64 had an internet pack, N- but that was only used for downloading Pokemon to Pokemon Stadium, which... Spoilers. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, Gosh. Mario Party 2 came out. It's fine. I prefer one, but some people like two more. Um, Sorry, I'm in a smarmy mood. It's okay. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making it spicy here on one right. one cast. Spicy Every, for you blokes knows, at home. Everybody knows you're a hot-blooded Latina. It's okay. Yes. No. It's okay. I'm a spicy-blooded Latina. Oh, you literally typed in me, huh? <laughs> I just saw that on the list. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. Um, nice. What game did you just talk about? Mario Party 2. Mario Party 2. Nice. Nice. Um... Final Fantasy VIII came out this year. It did. Um, this is another, like, one of the fan favorites of Final Fantasy. People really like Final Fantasy VII. People really like all the Final Fantasies. But people especially like... How do you follow up? To I what, mean, to they what did. Some people, to what some people call the greatest game ever made. Yeah, but they did in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that. So this is uh, on PS1, mm-hmm. uh, Windows, and they remastered it later. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say years here. Oh, excuse me. It doesn't say years here, but it originally came out uh, February 11th, 1999. Um, uh, it is the 8th main installment Final Fantasy series. Set um, on an unnamed Final Fantasy world with science fiction elements, the game follows a group of young mercenaries led by Squall Leonhardt as they are drawn into a conflict sparked by Ultimecia, a sorceress from the future who wishes to compress time. So... Um, this one is interesting. I think I I th- I think like this era of games is interesting because like a lot of these because of the PlayStation and like the size of a lot of these games, they would have two discs. So Final Fantasy VII had two discs and this one had two discs. And the interesting mm-hmm. one with two discs in this, it's like it's part 1 and part 2. That's usually how most of these things go down. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because sort of spoilers for this game, but um one of the things that happens with um Squall Squall Leonhart, the main character, he has the gun blade. It's like a sword that has like a revolver handle thing at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like he, um, he like. It it's interesting because um, he 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 basically has like a a potentially fatal thing happen to him mm-hmm. at the end of part one, and then part two starts. Um, with like him like losing his memory or something and mm-hmm. it's like oh he's still so people would always speculate like 
oh, this is actually the afterlife and he's a ghost. But like, oh no, he's actually awake because blah, blah, blah. And so it was this, this, this interesting story dynamic in that regard. Um, but it, it uh, they started making this like basically on the tail end of making Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Um, it improves on everything from Final Fantasy in terms of like, of like visual stuff and 3D graphics, pretty rendered background, pre-rendered backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also added some new things and kind of steered away from the traditional Final Fantasy stuff. And um, it had, interestingly enough, characters with normal proportions. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you if you think about like Final Fantasy and like at the very least seven and the very least their overworld sprites, mm-hmm. like <laughs> the size of Qual, uh, not Squall, Cloud's arms, mm-hmm. his his shoulders look like watermelons. Yeah. Then Everything his, had to be a polygon. Then like his then his bicep looked like a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. And then his and then he it like he had like Popeye arms. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But like now like the characters actually you know have like normally shaped bodies, which right. is like Right. It looks more like a human in a video game. That's really sure. cool. Final Fantasy uh eight. A lot of people really like it. Mm. Um have you ever heard of a game called Pepsi Man? No. Never heard of Pepsi Man. I've heard so, of Pepsi Man. That was a joke, dude. Oh, okay. Pepsi Just a social man. experiment, man. Uh, I like Pepsi Man for the same reason everybody Pepsi on the man. internet likes Pepsi Man. It's funny to joke on and it's funny, funny, guy. It's funny to go, Pepsi Man. Um, so Pepsi Man is an ad for Pepsi rolled up in the in a layer of a video game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's, it's really just a thin corporate shell of a game that isn't totally terrible. Um, but it's also incredibly cheap looking and incredibly derivative of other games that already existed like mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot and uh, similar to a lot Sonic of different Adventure. Sonic Adventure and a lot of other like running type games where mm-hmm. you're avoiding obstacles and jumping over things. Um, you play Pepsi as... Pepsi Man copied Temple Run on, <laughs> on mobile. Yeah. So you play through Pepsi Man as the titular Pepsi Man himself. Pepsi-man. And uh, the whole plot of the game is you have to make it to the other side of town. Now, there's three towns. <gasps> four towns, really. But three three real-life towns. Uh, San Francisco, New York City, and Texas. Yeah. You know, the three best American towns, as they are called. Uh, yeah, Texas is a town. And uh, the fourth one's called Pepsi Town. <gasps> and uh, every, America? every time, there, there's basically these, like, terrible uh cut scenes in the middle that the are live action shot live action from this from this one random actor they got to do it and he's pretty much just standing next to a pepsi machine and Drinking complaining pepsi. that it's epsi empty because he empty. drinks he epsi because he drinks the last one and then pepsi man's got a rush to get this fat bastard another pepsi yeah. before he keels over of thirst and yeah that's the game uh it's that's a, a good phrase it's a what keel over i Keel's love that over. my no, dad thanks. would always say that i think yeah. it's good thanks Good work. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun little it's a fun little thing. If you can find an emulator of it online, it's a funny thing to play through. There's the funniest thing too about it is not only are um, not only are you Pepsi man. There's Pepsi trucks you avoid. There's Pepsi bottles you collect. But there's constantly billboards that says like Coke sucks, <laughs> like or like Coke is trash or whatever they say and whatever. But um, don't drink Coke. They'll say stuff like that. But so I have I have I have. I have at the height of the soda wars. The questions that I have for you are twofold. Sure. 
When was the last time you had a Coke? Mm. A Coke. A Coke, yeah. Coke. Yeah. You want to ask the second one or you want me to answer that one and then you're going to ask the second one? When was the last time you had a Coke? I thought you were going to say, when was the last time you had a Coke and when was the last time you had a Pepsi? That's what I thought you were going to say. But you're not going to say that? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask you, when was the last Um, time you had a Coke? I'm not a big Coke guy or soda guy in general. When was the last time you had a Coke? The only time I drink Coke is when I go to the movie theater because I like to get a big old mixed. I used to get cherry Coke, but now they have those cool red machines where you can mix different flavors of Coke. And you can get like any, oh, dude, any a, Coke at all. And it'll be get, like orange Coke. I'll get orange vanilla Coke or I'll get cherry vanilla Coke or I'll get... For um, Coke, I think I, I always so err to the side of fruit Coke. So oh, I don't yeah. like the idea of vanilla Coke. I've had it like I like, twice. I like a nice but, vanilla. I like a nice vanilla topped off in my fruit Coke. I don't know. Maybe maybe <laughs> I'd have to have it again. I don't really Fruit really Fruit remember. Coke. I don't really remember, but I don't have Coke. <laughs> off, but I do... Coke is a, Coke is a tasty treat. Yeah. I got a, a nice crisp yeah. Coke is a tasty treat. Somebody once told me that Coke and Pepsi are the same. If you if you leave Coke out of the fridge and let it be room temperature, it tastes like Pepsi. And then if you chill Pepsi, it tastes like Coke. Isn't, I don't isn't, I don't think that's true at all, but I don't really know. All right, now the only soda I ever buy for any reason is root beer. And I'll buy root beer like once a year because Andrea likes root beer floats. And, I, I, and for like for like one one week out of this whole quarantine, because that's the most recent time span of time I can think where I would have had any. That's probably the only soda I've had is that root beer and a root beer fair. float. I just don't like soda. I like sparkling water. It's not the carbonation. I just I don't like sugar. drinking sugar. Yeah, it's just gross to me. Now, now I do break, like sweet tea. Now so the, that's, that's now the groundbreaking different. second aspect of my question okay. is: What was the last time you had Pepsi? I knew. <laughs> Uh, Real, well, honestly, though, when prob- was the last time yeah, you had probably Pepsi? like ten years ago at a barbecue, and all they had was Pepsi. Me, well, actually, um, I totally forgot day. about this, but like, um, was with Joe. Yeah. Um, Joe's a Pepsi guy. He's Joe a Mountain Dew Pepsi guy. Joe. Joe's, like his lifeblood is Diet Pepsi. Yeah. Like, Ech. like, like, Ech. like. like I'm not criticizing him. He doesn't him. drink water. He drinks he loves... Diet Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I He's always like, oh, him about that. Can you imagine waking up in the morning going, oh, I'm thirsty and cracking a Diet Pepsi in the yeah. morning and drinking it? Oh. And I remember like I had I had like one or two just because because that me. wasn't the only drink. But I was just sure. like, I just want one. I just sure. I had it. And sure. I was like, okay, that's, that's fine. Um, but like, like, honestly, like before that, mm-hmm. I weirdly enough like don't count that maybe because it's diet, or, it's diet I don't yeah. know what it was yeah. or just tastes like shit I don't know like I just kind of wanted it because it was there what like, if you said? I didn't deliberately go like like there was sna- I, I would have rather had like a Snapple which yeah, he had right. or like a LaCroix which he right. had like I was like you know what I'm just gonna have a Pepsi craving that sweet Pepsi but taste. like before like I don't even know man like maybe middle school mm-hmm. which which would have been what over 10 oh, years yeah. ago over that's 10, like yeah. 13 14 years ago at this right, point right um i feel like i don't know but mm-hmm. coke i've had recently relatively recently, i don't know when but relatively. coke coke is just superior coke is but i remember in i was in high school um uh, pepsi's fine just coke is good 
Yeah, Coke is just better. If I'm gonna have a, a cola, I'm gonna have Coke. You know. I don't remember what it was for, but I remember. Say say Pepsi Cola. Pepsi Cola. Now say Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Which one just feels better to say? You know, like it's cocaine. It's such cola. an it's such an easy brand decision. Like, I don't know people who are Windows Mac. You know, like Nike or Adidas. Like I don't care. You know, whichever is fine in those times. I live of for Adidas. Sure, but but like. It's just so obviously better. The only Nike shoes I have are the Cortezes, which are mm-hmm. which are the retro ones that mm-hmm. Marty McFly wore. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I was in high school in my senior year. It, it, this was a fun class um, for the most part. It was no, it was a fun class. It was it was it was called it was just economics. So we called it Echo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I don't remember what it was for. I remember there was this really weird student teacher we had. He was a white dude and he had dreads, which is fine, but he was just still a really strange dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and But anyway, he was in our class and like there was times, you know, you remember like like as a student teacher, when you would have student teachers, by the end of their time there, almost at the end of their tenure there, mm-hmm. they would um, start teaching on their own. Yeah. We were in that point. Yeah. In that point, I would literally just up and leave the class because he couldn't do anything about it. Mm. I'm pretty sure the dude was a stoner. Like the dude, right. the dude, like, right. which is, you know, like the dude didn't care about yeah. anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that like, sucks. but I mean, it was fine. Like he was still, he was still a fine dude. No, um, I mean, that sucks of you. You're a dick. Yeah. What are you yeah. going to do about it? Take away my diploma? <laughs> yes. Um, so, um, is that, is this is this really going to relate to Pepsi in some way? No, I'm okay. just trying to think like right now where my high school diploma is. It oh, must okay. be in my house somewhere because I have my yeah. my my undergrad and master's diplomas, but I don't know where. But who needs a high school diploma, right? So not um, you. apparently not because I have two other ones. That's um, cool. So a middle school and a kindergarten. <laughs> a middle school <laughs> and fifth grade. <laughs> um, so the other day, the other day, I was with my family and um, hang on. So, um, are you going to relate to Pepsi or no? Yes. Okay. We'll get to it, man. So, um, and we'll get back to games in a second. Just yeah, sure. <laughs> so, um, we had this class and I don't remember what the thing was for, but I remember there was this thing that either the student teacher or a normal teacher, Mr. Moon, uh-huh. um, would, um, it's a good name. He, he was a good dude. He was a funny guy. He, um, we had this thing where, um, there was two, like, two like little dixie cups Mm -hmm. and one had pepsi Mm -hmm. and one had um one had pepsi and one had coke Mm -hmm. and like it was just really weird because i remember there was like a table in the middle of the classroom Mm -hmm. and um there's a table in the middle of the classroom and like if you wanted to go up to the cup i never did i didn't but if you wanted to go up to the cups you could go up and you could drink like you could drink like the, both cups and you could be like he, they were trying to prove something I don't remember they what like it was blindfold you so you no they, you hand. just didn't I guess they would just pour and we would like wouldn't look or something like that mm. um, and because they, they would get new cups each time sure. and be like okay so taste one like you taste one and then taste the other and then tell which one is Pepsi mm-hmm. and which one is Coke and maybe I don't know let's say maybe like eight people went up mm-hmm. or something uh, and like I think I remember like these people were like, yeah, I'm so, I'm so confident that like it's going to be. And I think like almost, if not 
half of them mm-hmm. like got it wrong which like so. isn't alarming but like i remember that like they're like yeah like, i'm totally gonna i'm totally good it was mostly just like dumb dudes right you know like right. like like weird dudes who were like yeah i drink soda all the time obviously there's like a huge difference mm-hmm. so he goes up there and like you know they drink coke tastes a little like sharper like a little more Co- coke is a little spicier. tangier yeah I don't know. coke is That's tangier and spicier mm-hmm. pepsi is is a little like cooler Flatter, i remember when blander. sierra mist and um not blander Set but I, I remember when sierra mist and sprite were mm-hmm. like a different i remember mm-hmm. sierra mist was like sweeter mm-hmm. but a sprite was like was like was hotter like mm-hmm. sprite was spicier like it was right, it right. had more pop and more carbonation right, right? That's kind of what Coke is, but also the flavor is different. Like Pepsi is more cherry tasting and less sparkly, mm-hmm. and then Coke is just Coke and right. more sparkly. And I like right. I like the Coke better. Right. My point was that people can't tell the difference. No. Tell me your story, then we'll I get can. on to Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, well, just speaking of graduations and diplomas, I was with my family, and uh, my my grandma was there, and she was mentioning. Um, she was mentioning a cousin of mine who has a baby, and he's, and he's not a baby anymore. He's like four, right? That's a baby, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's, he's he's a baby who's you know not very old. Toddler. And she said, and she said, oh, I was so lucky to be down there for baby's name. Let's just say Tim. I was lucky uh, to be Todd, down there. For, Todd. I was lucky to be down there for Todd's graduation. Mm-hmm. She said Todd's graduation, and I said, oh. I didn't realize their kid was in college already, you know, as a joke. And, and my whole family like didn't laugh and looked at me and said, no graduation from pre-K. And I was like, yeah, I know he's not actually in college. But then I was like, why are you so excited to go to this pre-K graduation? Like it's not, you, you must've had graduations at different points through your school career, correct? You never had a kindergarten one or a fifth grade one. No kindergarten. One. I had a, a moving from six to middle. So you did. That was it. Screw you. But six to middle is way more <laughs> significant than pre-K you, to kindergarten. Wasn't six middle? Six for me was middle. It was not middle. Seven, oh, okay. seven was middle. K through mine. six. Okay. K through six. Mine was K seven through, through twelve. Yeah. That's cool. Um, um, it was weird. Anyway. Oh, you had two. I never had a kindergarten one, I don't think. I just had no, no, no. I'm saying you had you had K through six and seven through twelve. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I had three. Yeah. K through five, six through eight, nine my, through twelve. My school was really small, so I mean, this it's not like you're in the same classes as like high schoolers when you're in seventh grade or anything. Right. But you know, you're in the same wing of the I building. Was. It's all one building. You're just in like two different wings and mm-hmm. two different floors. And, yeah. You know, so you're separated, but anywho, uh, yeah. So Pepsi Man came out in 1999. <laughs> Uh, another cool game that I'm going to talk about came out in 1999. It's Pokemon Snap. The original Pokemon Snap came out in Pokemon Snap. Uh, we mentioned a little bit about this one in the previous episode. And, uh, you know, in the past couple weeks, we've been hyped for new Pokemon Snap. But we could talk a little bit about the original. Um, Hal Laboratory put this out. Hal Laboratory is obviously famous for putting out Kirby. Um, Kirby! This game's nothing like Kirby whatsoever. Uh, it's an on-rail shooter where instead of shooting, you're shooting pictures on a camera. You are shooting. You're shooting, but with a camera. Uh, it's a very, very a short game. It's insanely short. Uh, I've tried to convince Colin to play through it with me because it would literally take us two hours, but he never has, and uh, I'll regret that until the day I die. Good. And uh, which will be net, which will be tomorrow, and. 
you know, it's it's pretty limited in the amount of Pokemon. It's obviously limited to Generation 1. That's all that was out at the time, although I guess Gen 2 was out, but they, they probably made wasn't this in 98. It. Yeah, it wasn't in it. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the game features over 60 Pokemon of the original 150. Uh, some rare ones. We got Mew as kind of like the final boss of the game. And, you know, you huck balls and apples and all sorts of other things of the Pokemon. Something funny I was telling Colin is that in new Pokemon Snap, they make two months ago. They make a month. really strong point to say uh, that the the fluff fruit, which are the apples that you chuck at the Pokemon, are lighter and non obtrusive to the Pokemon. And uh, they don't And just a damn apple. <laughs> they don't they don't hurt them. They they make it very clear. Uh, and so even even but even though they say that when you whenever you throw one at a Pokemon, they wince or they uh, they make a face or they are clearly inconvenienced at the least by being hit. In old Pokemon Snap, uh, Oak pops up and he's like, "Here's some apples. Chuck them at the Pokemon." <laughs> I like. I so so, so there's too. that. But I I really yeah. like how and you don't see this in the games. Yeah. But I like how in the show. Yeah. I've always thought this since a kid. They just whack a Pokemon with a Pokeball. Oh, yeah. It just cracks them right yeah. out of the skull. But yeah. it's never like, ah! Like, it's yeah. always just like, and it's like, there's still like, <laughs> they, they they like, like no wincing. Yeah. Charmander will have a big grin on his face. Right. You know, the only time they like, don't do that is when the Pokemon wants to be caught and sometimes it'll like it'll jump wall, up in the air and like, touch the it'll, ball. It'll hit but the yeah, you're right. button it thing. Always, it always has to hit them. Yeah. <laughs> Which it has, is weird. <laughs> And I'm like, so what is this deal <laughs> with like, like you're throwing this like future age carbon fiber plastic alloy, like whatever Pokeballs are made. And it's just pelting them in yeah. the brain from 20 feet away. And it's like, and then, Bulba, Bulba. And, and then, it's like, Bulbasaur gained happiness for you. And, and then the reward of hitting the thing is that it gets sucked into the ball and lives there as a prisoner for the rest I of guess, its life. I, I guess, I guess what crazy. is within, within the Pokeball is like mm-hmm. a temperate environment for yeah. that specific Pokemon. They say that like once in the anime, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like they're just converted to data or something and then shot back out. But who knows? I don't. I don't know. But anyway, old Pokemon Snap is very short. It does have some nice scenery. Um, you start off at a beach, and um, you know throughout it, there's Pokemon running around, and it's kind of a nice experience because if you never played Pokemon Stadium, which actually came out this year as well, but up until this Spoiler. point, up until this point, you really only have like a few, a few spinoff games, like a few handheld stuff for Game Boy. Uh, like like pinball, which is also out this year. Spoiler! Um, but if you've never seen a 3D Pokemon, right, this might be your first chance to see it on a home console. So it's a big deal for a lot of people, and I think that's why it sticks in the memory of people that played it as kids. Well, it's also one um, of the first times um, in Pokemon that you're not you're not training the Pokemon, yeah. training them, catching them. Yeah, you're you're capturing yeah. um, their their yeah. their images. Yeah, and just like with the with new Pokemon Snap, the scoring system for your photos is completely broken. It makes no sense. Like you can have a photo of a Pokemon that's entirely in frame, entire body, doing a cool thing, and you'll get less points for some random shot that you had a different time where you cut off its feet and you didn't get the whole thing. It's it's hard to make sense of what I can make either sense professor of it. wants, and uh, they never really lay that out. But, yeah, um, the only nice thing 
that makes if if you want to play a Pokemon Snap game, play the new one. Obviously, that one's a little bit better of an experience. But the only thing that makes old Pokemon Snap better is that halfway through you get an engine for your uh, vehicle that you're in, and you can just whip up and down those courses, and you don't have to do them as many times either. So like you can you can get every Pokemon with a high score in like three hours. But in new Pokemon Snap, they knew they had to get more mileage out of that. So you don't get the engine in new Pokemon Snap until like 80% of the way through the game. So you're going slow as shit the entire time. And um, also, you're going to have to redo levels a bunch. They're different each time. Like there's different variants and different levels. You level, a, you level a world up to it, and it changes slightly. But with old Pokemon Snap, there's none of that shit. It's one and done, and you move on, and that's it. Maybe two or three times, but that's it. You know, wow. it's, it's real easy. But sounds thrilling. Uh, there's also secrets you can find, but you know, every game has little secrets like that. Like you can p- take a picture of these rocks that look like a Doug Trio, or you can take a picture of this one sign, and um, it it gets shocked by lightning by an Electabuzz, and it shows a picture of a pincer, and you take the picture, and there's a pincer. So like, there's like little secrets hidden throughout, but every level has one secret, and once you find it, it's like okay, cool, and it's over in three hours. So. Very short, but it's a nice. It's a little photography ex- game. It's a photography game with Pokemon. It's a very fun little experience. If you never tried it, tried it. Uh, try the new one because it's basically the same thing. And the character, spoilers, the character from old Pokemon Snap makes a cameo in new Pokemon Snap. His name's Todd. Todd what? Todd Snap. Bingo. Todd Snap. He's also in the anime too. He is, uh, which is kind of fun. Um, he shows up in one or two episodes, I think. Yes. Maybe just one. I don't remember. No. Is that the Orange Island episodes when he shows up? No. Or is it before, just the regular? Regular. That's kind of late in the anime for him to show up, honestly. It's interesting. What do you mean? Like, the anime started in 96, right? Mm-hmm. So if the Pokemon snapped and come out to 99, took three years of anime. I mean, they got him it. from the anime. Yeah, I know. But they're still in Kanto after three years. That's kind of a long time. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. it was supposed to... Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure by the time they had released Red, uh-huh. a majority of the Gen 2 Pokemon were already completed or in the works. Right. Um, right. So, like, they were already, you know, like, when they release, you know, like, I don't know, I don't work at Pokemon Company, but when they release, like, Gen 8 now, mm-hmm. like, I guarantee, like, 90% of the guys they've made, mm-hmm. like, they use, you know, and, like, right. I'm sure those other 10%. Ten percent are probably used to like the next gen, but right. or they might just be scrapped. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but mm-hmm. like now it's like, yeah. When they released Sun and Moon, they were already working on like half of the deck. I don't know. Maybe they do that. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. This year, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon came out. Mm-hmm. It's thrilling. Um, I adore Roller Coaster Tycoon. I played mm-hmm. this as a youngin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the sequel to this, Roller Coaster Tycoon, is 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 in my top five favorite games of all time. I love Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, two. This one's really good, but this is the first one. It's it's really good. The games are pretty similar. Just the second one just added just some more changes that made the game easier and like some cooler expansion things mm-hmm. and theming things. But this one came out and it's just uh, really cool. It was basically on. Uh, it was it made by it was made by Has- Hasbro, mm-hmm. which made toys, which is interesting. Yeah. Um and and Infogrames as well, but. It was on Windows and then on Xbox as well. I don't know when it was on Xbox, but on Windows and then Xbox in 2003, um, which is interesting. But it's really cool. Um, basically, you just make up you you make. So there's different combinations of things you can do. Like there's like there's 
like set parks that like already exist and um or like or just like maps that are made up and you basically go in there and you have to like make money from like all your rides and like your ticket fee and like you have to like like make customers happy and make sure your park is clean and tidy and the rides aren't too crazy and like listen to what they want and just basically you can build roller coasters and it's super cool and i love it and roller coaster tycoon one is great the second one is better the third one sucks everything else after that one sucks but um this is one of the one of the first uh tycoon games mm-hmm. um where where a lot of it's not necessarily made by hasbro or infogrames but like a lot there is zoo tycoon which was also really good i played that as well but but then there was a lot of just other garbage tycoons and they would just have the name tycoon where it was the same premise but it was just like a shitty thing and it was like oh restaurant tycoon mm. it's like and they would just kind of like hop on that train it was pretty shitty so that happened yeah. for a while but um wait a minute it is the first game in the roller coaster tycoon series and was the only game released for a game console in the series for 15 years until 2018 when Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures was released for Nintendo Switch, this game is on Switch? Hmm. What? Roller Coaster Adventures, though? Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures. It might have, like, other ones. I think I've seen that on the eShop before. But I feel like that's only the shitty third one. I don't know. I don't know. Which is not good. Right. Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures. You guys are here for the research. <laughs> Um, oh, there it is on Switch. What What is this? What the hell is this? I don't know. Uh, this looks terrible. Oof. No, this this is this is this ain't it. Oof. I mean, maybe. Is that a sequel? No, it's it's basically the first game. It's basically Roller Coaster Tycoon Three. Okay. Um, it's like it's it's not the same like top down angle. Mm-hmm. It's man, this looks terrible. It's like three D garbage. Right. No, I don't want this. I'm sure this is great, but I don't want this filth. Mm. Get it out of here. Roller right. Coaster Tycoon came out this year. I love it. Nice. Uh, Pokemon Stadium came out this year. I mentioned it earlier with Pokemon Snap. You did. This is a battle simulation game at its core, right? There's other elements to it. There's mini games and stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about those in a second. Um, but basically, what you would do is you would rent Pokemon from the game, and you would build teams, and you could battle your friends in co-op. You could battle... Um, I think there was an online component where you could battle people over the internet with certain teams. It was really basic, and I never used the internet portion of it, but I know you could do it in I'm, some way. Pretty, didn't you have to attach a phone or something? Yeah, you had to hook up a you had to hook up a Ethernet cable to the back of your uh, N64, and then into the landline in your in your house, and it was just really weird. And I never did it because it seemed hard. Um, it also had transfer packs, with, so you could transfer Pokemon from. Uh, red, blue, yellow into it, and then you could have the same Pokemon, which didn't really make a whole lot of sense because stats weren't a thing that much in the early games, and also you would, you know, you already had all the Pokemon you needed. But the only thing that would be cool is if you nicknamed it something cool in the game, and then you mm-hmm. transferred it over to Pokemon Snap or Pokemon Stadium, then you would have that Pokemon in the game as well. Um, I played a lot of this as a kid, and uh, you know, just trying to win through all the different pre-determined cups, you had different levels you would battle through you had like tiny pokemon where you could only select like first evolution stages we do battles like that sometimes mm-hmm. in sword and shield where we like 
have like petite cup and there's like mm-hmm. middle of the road where you can have some first evolutions but like on the large like lapras was in that cup because mm-hmm. it's technically a one stage evolution well, it, seems but OP. It, it is op everything was set to a level though so like yeah. it only had certain even moves so, it it'd have like bubble OP. beam and now sing. it seems op but. yeah it would only have like bubble beam and sing and like you know it wasn't super super strong but if you, lapras had, a lapras, is a good if you had a lapras in your team in that game you're gonna do pretty well um, but yeah, and then other versions of it where you can only play as certain mons, you can only pick certain mons. So it was nice to kind of limit yourself in that way and not craft your own team, but instead borrow from predetermined rosters. That was always kind of mm-hmm. cool. And then it had mini games. Um, the mini games in this were super fun. You could play multiplayer. There was one where you would throw Ekans at hoops. So it was like a ring toss with Ekans. Oh, cool. uh, you'd throw it at, you'd throw them at Diglets and they would land on the Diglets and the Diglets would go down. Um, that was kind of cool. Uh, there was a version of Simon Says with Clefairy called Clefairy Says, and she would show wow. you different button pictures. Clever. It would, yeah, it would show you different button directions in the D-pad. Oh, quick time, and, yo. And it would be in rhythm. And you had to answer it in rhythm as mm-hmm. it went back. Um, and by the end of by the end of that game, you're hitting like thirty. You're hitting like twenty inputs super quick, and you got to stay in. It's 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 challenging. It's kind of fun. I'd be really um, good at it. There was a run Rattata game where you had to. Uh, press up as fast as you could in the D-pad, and then when when a little hurdle came up on your treadmill, you had to make a Rattata jump, and just really fun little concepts like that. My favorite one, though, was um, it was a Harden-based game, and the game would launch. You would, There was a row of players, so you'd up, have up to four players, and you would either be a Metapod or a Kakuna, and it would launch a boulder over you, so you'd see it coming, and you had to harden at the exact right time to avoid being hit by the boulder. Wow. And you had a certain level of, of health you could take. So every every hardened hit barely did anything. But if you missed and you got hit by the boulder, it would smack in your HP would go down. What would um, what so what would fun. happen to the to the, would they like get cartoonishly squashed yeah. or something? Um, yes, they would get squashed and then they would kind of pop back up. And um, it, it was a lot of fun like to play Tom through and some Jerry of those. Yeah. Stuff. There were eight mini games. I just can't think. Of, oh, there was one with lick a tongue where you were like feeding people yeah. food, and there was like this really obnoxious like Japanese guy yelling over the top of it, oh. and um, it was it was fun. It was fun music to hear and, and a fun voice effect. But yeah, there's a lot to do in that game. Kind of when you start stop and think about it, there's a lot in there. Um, there's an elite four in that game, so you can pick one team mm. and try to battle your way is through it the elite, same four. elite four. Same elite four as the games. Yeah, cool. which is which is really cool. And that um, game, a lot of that game just sounds like red and blue just on TV. Right, right. Except you don't catch anything. Right. Train anything. But like it's the like the battle, the battle yeah, portion. Hence yeah. Stadium. Yeah. It was pretty cool. There's, there's an announcer in the battle sections that would say like the craziest thing. Like if you didn't, if you didn't go, the announcer would go, what's the matter trainer? <laughs> like he, oh, would, he, yeah. would, he would like ask you what's up yeah. if, you didn't, if you didn't make your turn. Back when like a lot of things in, in like games <laughs> and media were like witty like that. Uh huh. And like it wouldn't be like super serious, right? You know, it's weird because right. like if you heard that in a game now, it's like what? Right, it would be you know? kind of annoying. It'd be, it'd be goofy. Yeah, he would he would narrate everything. Like if you got a one hit KO, he would like really freak out. An astonishing hit! Like it was like commentary for sports. It's really it's really kind of funny when I think back on it, like how cool that was in, in the moment. But yeah, I would bring that game. I brought my N sixty four to college, and I would play that game all the time with friends of mine, and we would like build teams and battle them on a TV. And it was it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorites from when I was a I kid. I can kick and your ass in that. You, I mean, probably. Honestly, it's just a lot of chance. Like yeah. whoever gets to go first, because there's no stats. It's just pure. Yeah. You know, pure stats battling. Wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Stadium here in America was Pokemon Stadium Two in Japan. 
that's not true at all. Yeah, it is. I nope. just looked it up. Nope. Pokemon Stadium 2 came out in Japan in this year, and it, it, it exists, but it's got Gen 2 Pokemon With the it. gold and silver one? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that in a different year. I think it came out in America in 2000. I figured since this one came out in 99, we'll hit this one this year, and then 2 in 2000. Yeah. Because 2 is pretty much the same game, but just it adds the Gen 2 Pokemon and yeah. updates the graphics a little bit. But Nice. Yeah. Um, By the way, Andy and I do like games other than Pokemon. <laughs> it just happens so often. This is a big year for Pokemon, though. There's, a There's lot of 19... There's 19 Pokemon Stadium 2, parenthesis Pokemon Stadium in North America. I'm looking right at it. So it was called Pokemon Stadium 2 in Japan? Yeah, I'm looking right at it. That's weird. That's what it says. Well, what was one then? If it was called Pokemon Stadium 2 in Japan, what was one in Japan? I have no idea. But that's what it says right here. Weird. So I know Pokemon Stadium 2 is also a thing. I yeah, know that. Is. Yeah, and that's like what I thought Ho-Oh, you were talking about. Ho-Oh's on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about. Nope. Hmm. I said I said in Japan it's it two was in a way Pokemon Stadium um, three is Battle Revolutions on the Wii. Battle Revolution. Revolution, yeah. I played I played that one. That's just more battle sim, but including Gen Four and back. Gen four and internet. But this was a big deal, you know, because it was the first time you had three D models. Cool. It had three D models of Pokemon fighting each other in Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the music in that game was interesting but weird. I think a lot of the models from uh, Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Stadium are the same, if I remember correctly. I mean, it makes sense. They use all, it's not the same so developer. So many things with N64, which like mm-hmm. sounds across mm-hmm. games are just yeah. the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I can't believe those both came out in the same year. Let's just, let's just knock out... So there's four Pokemon games this year. You want to just do all the Pokemon ones right now? Um, no, we can... We can no, Counter-Strike can okay. came out this year. <laughs> Also known as Half Life Counter Strike, uh-huh. um, it's just a lot of people know Counter Strike. Like, in the, it's 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 a really important game in um, basically like gaming history. It was like it was like one of the first significant first person shooters. Not, you know, you know, and just basically you're just going up against. Um, players assume the rules of counter-terrorist forces and terrorist militants opposing them. Neat. Um, two teams are tasked with defeating the other by means of either achieving the mass objectives or eliminating all the enemy combatants. That This game um, came out... Wait, what? When did it come out? I thought it came out in 99. Oh, I see. So it actually came out... Um, Actually came out in '99 mm-hmm. as a it says modific it says a as a Half Life modification. I'm assuming oh as a mod oh pfft, duh so they added a mod to Half Life. Oh gotcha. Um, it was a mod. I'm thinking I, I thought it was like add on. So a mod to Half Life was Counter Strike, and then in 2000 they just made it its own game. Mm. Um, you know, so like I don't know. Imagine Minecraft Hunger Games. You know, like Minecraft Hunger Games is obviously a mod for Minecraft, you know, and then they made that a real thing and they came out with Fortnite. Just kidding. Um, Counter-Strike is one of the first like prominent, uh, you know, first person shooters at this time. There were first person shooters, but this was a significant one that helped to shape kind of how a lot of things in first person is now. 
with like the objectives and like the opposing like military teams, you know, um, and like you change your weapons like throughout it and you customize it. Um, it kind of helped craft what we know. Because if you think about like first person shooters up to this point, it's like GoldenEye and it's like, ooh, which character from GoldenEye are you going to be? And like which shitty gun are you going to pick up that you can use? But like, no, this one like change that and like, you know, um, you can customize yourself and it actually had this whole military thing and mm-hmm. it was pretty uh pretty cool that mm-hmm. game this game i'm pretty sure is still played to this day by a lot of people a yeah. lot of valve games are yeah valve game has this this, this crazy cult following mm-hmm. um with 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 a bunch of their games when you make good stuff graphics and things like that don't really matter if it's timeless you know yeah but if i played it now i'd be like this freaking sucks <laughs> But I've never played a Counter-Strike just because I didn't really... I had access to a PC, but... Mm-hmm. It was an adult game with guns, and I couldn't play it. Okay. And you would have been three. I mean, just later. Like, oh, if I was later. ten, like okay. I couldn't have played it. Okay. Gotcha. You me pinball? Oh, pinball. Yeah. Um, Pokemon pinball. Pokemon pinball! So it's basically... Pinball themed with Pokemon. Done. <laughs> That's the Game Boy Color version, right? Yes. I'm way more familiar with the Game Boy Advance version, which was based off of Ruby and Sapphire. Pokemon, Pinball, Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. Me too. That's that's a that's a more graphically interesting one too. Yeah. It's a fun little punt pinball simulator though, both those games are. Um, so like any pinball game, the main objective is get points using the different modes of advances to mm-hmm. score them at a higher rate. Um, Pokemon pinball has a secondary objective hinted at the, by the tagline, got to catch them all, which is to collect all 150 Pokemon to fill your Pokedex. Mm-hmm. I'm not super, I know of this game, but I'm not super familiar with mm-hmm. it. I don't know how you I'm catch surprised a Pokemon. I wasn't, I'm surprised I wasn't because I remember like playing. Oh, the... I think you have to like hit them when they like run across your screen or something, something with like your that, little yeah. pinball Pokeball thing. Yeah, that sounds about right. I remember playing a lot of the like Star Quest pinball thing on my Windows computer mm-hmm. that my parents had and I liked Space it. Space Cadet. Space Cadet, yeah, sorry. So I'm kind of amazed that I never really got more into Pokemon pinball because yeah. I love Pokemon and I like that pinball simulator but I just never... I never let the two loves meet each other mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. But yeah, Pokemon Pinball, first one came out. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out for the PS1 Wait. this year. Oh, you're still going? Yeah. This is a bop. Do you know what this is? I'm guessing it's from Pokemon Pinball. No, dude. This is uh, the music to Space Cadet Pinball. Oh, really? On Windows XP. Oh, shit. You don't remember this? No, I guess not. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh maybe I gosh. played it a lot on mute because someone's it. always around, trying to be, trying to be polite. Oh, that's the sound. Dude, nice. That was just built into all Windows computers, right? Yeah, dude, this is so sick. Do you hear that? I wonder if there's a place you can play that somewhere on the internet. There probably is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. 100%. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right, Chihiro, go ahead. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out in 1999 for the PlayStation 1. Uh, PS1? PS1, yeah. 
very successful video game. I think a lot of people who own the PlayStation 1 had a copy of this, and if they didn't, they knew somebody who did, and they played it all the time. Like me, because I didn't have a PlayStation 1. Throwback to La... One of our previous episodes about cheat codes. This was one of the first games, one of the first games that prominently introduced like the the newer types of cheat codes, mm-hmm. um, with like the cosmetic changing stuff, you know, rather than like mm-hmm. cheating, quote unquote, cheat codes. Right, right. Uh, developed by Activision, mm-hmm. um, you know, popular for Call of Duty and a bunch of other really Not popular franchises. Not yet, but a bunch of other popular franchises now. Um, it t- it took the titular character Tony Hawk. And put him in a bunch of fun maps along with some other skaters whose names I can't remember because they're not as important as Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. And you can they're play not it. on the title. You can play as him, but who cares? You're going to play as Tony Hawk mm-hmm. all the time. Um, not From what I remember, there's not a big difference between a lot of the different characters. It's just who you are. It's just whoever. It's cosmetic. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, that game's a lot of fun. It's just a nice way to run around and experience skateboarding and you know get some sweet ollies and grinders and there are a lot of skateboarding and whatever else system. you want there are yeah i think i think none are su- as successful as this but a lot of them um, followed in this like the skate game skate mm-hmm, one two three four mm-hmm. where they would have this like weird board controller mm-hmm. which is basically a, a straight up skateboard without wheels yeah and yeah. you would just like flip on it in your living mm-hmm. room i played a version of this on my ds that was mm-hmm. when i actually owned a copy of it mm-hmm. And I, rem- I remembered it from when I was a oh, kid. Oh, you're so cool. Somebody else had it. I know. And I owned it on DS. I think I traded some other game with somebody to get it. I don't think I actually bought it, but I did own it. And uh, it's probably my first introduction to a lot of like the late 90s like alternative rock music that is on there because I definitely didn't listen to it. Yeah, it's pretty rocking, it. dude. A lot of Green Day, a lot of Nirvana, a lot of... Um, you know, Radiohead, uh, Radiohead, heavier, heavier stuff from the '90s and early 2000s. Motley Crue, Motley Crue, heavier stuff from that era is on this soundtrack, and in the, even the DS version, it's got like a pretty good version of "Holiday" by Green Day, and I remember that song specifically from certain levels of this. But nice, um, yeah, man, it's a cool, it's a, a cool skating game. It's a classic. It's a cool skating game. If you haven't checked it out, there's a remake of it on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. I don't know. It's on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, check it out. There's a remake of it, and it's popular for a reason. Yes. So. Um, also, Tony Hawk is really funny on Twitter. If you don't follow Tony Hawk on Twitter, you should. How old is Tony Hawk now? He's, oh, like he's 50 at, least, at least 50, uh, 50-something. Yeah. Nice. He gets, in, he gets in a lot of interactions with people and then posts about it on Twitter where people like, Think he's Tony Hawk? They, yeah, they think he's Tony Hawk. It's like I am Tony Hawk. Yeah, or like they they don't want to say anything to him because they like aren't sure that he's Tony Hawk, but he is, and then he like post conversations about that they say to him on his yeah. Twitter. It, it's 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 worth a look. Cool, it's, dude. It's pretty funny, but yeah, uh, I'm also doing Sonic Adventure shit. Uh, Sonic Adventure came out in 1999. <laughs> uh, Sonic Adventure is another follow up in the Sonic series. And you know, probably one of the more popular versions of Sonic mm-hmm. uh, that I can think of. One of the one of the first, one of the first, not the first, uh, 3D gameplay Sonics. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're running in these cool 3D environments, and it had the usual composers for Sonic: Jen Sanoi, Sanue, uh, not going to say it right, Sanue, whatever, and then Kenichi Tokoi. I know that one. Um, you know, really good music from this one. Actually, today. Uh, as we're recording this, there was a Sonic, uh, there was a Sonic, what do you call it, a direct? It's kind of like a Sonic direct for, from Sega. And, Sonic presentation. Yeah. Did you, see, did you see the Olympic game with Sonic as a, as a playable character in it? No. So 
it's not Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. It's it's just tw- Tokyo 2020, the Olympics, the game. And one of the playable characters is a guy in a Sonic costume. <laughs> and you should look up the trailer because it looks like a guy in a Sonic costume is the playable what character. What are all the games? I thought there was like three games. There were quite a few that they talked about. Some of them were games where like Sonic is going to make a cameo in them. Um, but one of the one of the, since I was talking about the music, um, they're doing a symphonic tour of Sonic music, similar to how they did. Do you see that? <laughs> so I've heard of just straight up Olympic video yeah, yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Like no. <laughs> Doesn't it look awesome. No. <laughs> Bro, that's that's just literally a man in like a sports mascot costume. I know. And he's just doing all the Olympic stuff. Just like, and it's like normal. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. I want you to. No, I've seen. I saw it. No, just I I know. Just, 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 just. I'm gonna send you this image and just how ridiculous. I can post on the Instagram. I know. I'm gonna send it to you. Look (laughs) at how goofy this is. Oh yeah, it looks terrible. I saw it today, and I was like, "That's just a guy." Because they already have Sonic and Mario at the Olympics. So mm-hmm. it's weird they that they're kind of double of dipping like this, you know. They're the best games in history. There's another weird one. There's a there's a new game called Two Point Hospital, and it has nothing to do with Sonic, but I think it's made by Sega. And so so since it since that's the case, um, Sonic is going to be like a visitor to to people in the hospital, and he's <laughs> yeah I, I've <laughs> I've seen it. It's Two great. Point Hospital uh, came out two years ago. Originally. Is that a Sega game or no? Yes. Yeah. No. So, yes. oh, it's not. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. So, Sonic is going to be like a, just an unlockable thing that can come visit your hospital <laughs> for some reason. I, I only look up, saw. Look up the Sonic drip real quick because I told you about it and I want you to see the jewelry. I only saw Sonic Colors Ultimate yeah. and, um, which is a great the te- name. The teaser of the new game that's coming in. Next and then, year, and yeah. then the show. And that's it. <laughs> Sonic Drip? Just Sonic Jewelry that released today. I literally thought it was called Sonic Jewelry no, or pe- Drip. I mean, Drip is like what you call people um, people that have jewelry. Oh, and, I know, but yeah. I, I I thought I thought it was Drips. The Drips the new swag, man. I know. If anybody knows, it's me. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog, jewelry. This man, thirty years old, over here thinking thinking I'm not twenty two. I can't. Did we do, dude? I think I'm we did. seeing like Etsy stuff. I think bro. we did Sonic Adventure last year, because I'm because I remember saying first first game to feature 3D gameplay because it was the first game to feature 3D gameplay. Shit, I'm sorry. If we did it last year in '98, I'm sorry. If not, then styled towards a hip hop look. The Kings of Bling, there King Ice, will be making these jewel encrusted Sonic encrusted Sonic necklaces available. As who really want to look the part? Yeah, if you really their want to look faces the part. look pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, man, we did Sonic last last year. Whoops, sorry about that. Oops. Well, it was a nice little segue to talk about uh, Sonic Adventure. Talk it, about it, it, the it was, Sonic it, stuff today. It's it led into a new uh, Sonic platforming yeah. kind of thing, which we which we already mentioned in the last yes. podcast in '98. So yes. Sorry about that. Uh, I guess it. Came I'm not. Out, I guess it came out in North America in '99. So mm-hmm. we usually we usually do these based off of when they came out anywhere, mm-hmm. just because it's easier to track and easier mm-hmm. to remember. So sorry about that. We saw this on the list for '99. I'm, I'm was, not sorry about that. If I'm honest, I'm just not. 
Spoiler, it didn't win that year either. Didn't, it didn't win that year. year. Yeah. Well, it can't because we talked about it. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Crash Team Racing came out. I really like Crash Team Racing. It, it was another it's Crash Bandicoot's kart game. I played this as a kid. It's really cool. Um, this one had cheat codes as well, where it would it was button input cheat codes, and I had a lot of fun with this game racing around. It was really cool. Um, this is the fourth Crash game after the first three, um, Crash one, two, and three, the platformers, and now they're in carts. And so my favorite characters was either Penta Penguin, or um, I think his name was Pura the cat. I think it was like a little baby tiger cub or whatever tigers are called, tiger kitty, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. They came out with a, a re make of this in 2018 called nitro fueled not as good um doesn't really hold up i don't know why i play my my brother and i played this growing up a lot like a lot and we played the new one for like an hour and we're like they added all this new stuff which is cool and they have the original stuff Mm -hmm. but it's like it's just not hit like spiros in it now and Mm -hmm. like a bunch of new people and like there's like costumes but it's just like just doesn't hit man i don't know yeah. what, i don't know what it is and i'm sure i would feel the same way if i played ctr yeah but whatever came out this year cool uh gta 2 grand theft auto 2 came out oh, yeah so this is probably one of the most mixed reviewed grand theft autos from critics everybody loves one because it was revolutionary uh three, i wouldn't say everybody loves one everybody acknowledges one. everybody acknowledges one kind of like the first, the first terminator yeah. everybody acknowledges one as being groundbreaking and mm-hmm. you know, changing up the formula and stuff uh, two, you know, was a little bit more, uh, eh. less less well received, and what didn't have as great commercial success. Um, there's an eight minute short live action movie in the middle of this, and it's amongst all the other game play uh, mecha- uh, gameplay and game footage. So it's a little off putting to see that, but you know, it's in there. a lot of games at this time are kind of having that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you know there was a version of GTA 2 for Game Boy Color? Right. Apparently, yeah, like a really scaled down version of it where you're just like an overhead and you're driving through like a city, quote unquote city, wow. but just like missions, yeah. But apparently it's called Grand Theft Auto 2. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have much else to say about it other than that, but um, that came out. Harvest Moon 64. Oh, you're jumping way down the list, man. What do you mean way down the list? I'm not going by the list. Oh, okay. I mean, I am, but okay. not in the order of that list. Okay. Um, Harvest Moon 64 came out um, this year. It uh, It's Harvest Moon. It's really sick. Um, Harvest Moon 64. Harvest Moon Back to Nature. Harvest Moon Back to... Bar- Harvest Moon... Harvest Moon 64. Harvest Moon Back to Nature. Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town. All three of those games are basically the same game. Mm-hmm. 64 is on 64. Back to Nature, which is the best and the one that I played, mm-hmm. is on PS1. And Friends of Mineral Town and Friend of Mineral Town Girl were on Game Boy Advance. And then um, with the whole rebranding uh, uh, name, legality, garbage, when it became Story of Seasons, when they released a remake of, which, which was basically Harvest Moon 64, um, about a year or two ago from now, uh, it was Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. Um, Harvest Moon 64 and Back to Nature are basically the same. Friends of Mineral Town is, of course, handheld, 
And instead of it being at like a 45 degree camera angle, it's at just like, uh, like it's not looking at you at an angle. It's like directly like looking on at you. I, I don't know how to describe that, but like, it's like, it's like if, if like it's in a, a big cube, it's in a big cube in 64 and, and back to nature, it's in like one of like the corners where like three of the walls meet where the ceiling and two walls meet. And the other one is just where like the ceiling and the walls meet. I don't know. That's such a shitty way to describe it, but I have no idea how to describe the difference. Look up the camera angles are different, but the games are identical. Mm. Um, and Nintendo power ranked harvest moon 64 as the 278th greatest Nintendo game of all time. Mm. It's a neat little statistic. Um, this game is great. It's a farming sim. Mm. I love it. It's what Harvest can, Moon. What else can you say about farming sims? Um, that they're great. Sequel to Spyro came out this year, 99. Uh, Spyro, Ripto. 2, Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage. Uh, I remember this game most for the really scary friends of Spyro. And it's like it kind of looks like Chester the Cheetah. I think his Hunter. Name is Hunter, yeah. Um, he's like a big leopard cheetah thing. Mm-hmm. and he sta- He's bipedal. He stands on his back feet. And uh, his model is scary. I really like the way it looks in the face. Now he looks fine in the remastered. It looks okay in the remastered version, reignited. But, man, the original looks bad. Um, (laughs) No, it doesn't. Look it up. Look up Hunter in the original. No, I've seen him. Spyro 2. Yeah, this was a good sequel. It had a a strong villain, and he had a dastardly plan. Something to do with earthquakes and lava and something like that and wiping out all the dragons and some shit. I don't remember. Um, I have the Reignited Trilogy, and I, I really got into the first one, and I almost beat it, and then I just kind of stopped. I should play through more of those, because I have it, and I might as well. I 100% of the, um, the first one, mm-hmm. and then I got like 40% of the way through. I actually played yeah. the game like two weeks ago for a little yeah. bit, and I got like 40% of the way through Ripto's Rage, and then I just got bored and stopped. Yeah. It's one of the those. The third things. one is the best and my favorite. I, I will, I will play all of them, but I don't want to do them back to back. Similar to the Mario thing. The Mario yeah. 3 game collection. I played 64. In a couple months, I'll play Sunshine. Then, like a year later, I'll play Galaxy, and that'll be enough for me. Um, you really can't. You really can't rush through all three of those at once. Sure, you can. It's, it's an overload of one character at a time, and you, when you want to experience yeah. different things, you want to do different things. But yeah, Ripto's Rage. Uh, good villain. Good title. Fun game. Uh, Medal of Honor came out this year. The original. The original Medal of Honor. Is this series still going or are they done? Um, It just kind of petered out because yeah. it got overshadowed incredibly by COD. Yeah. Because this used to be more like more significant than COD until yeah. COD 4 came out. That's interesting. Did you know this was developed by DreamWorks? No. Yeah. DreamWorks Interactive, so a slight offset of Shrek. DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah, we could have got Medal of Honor cross with Shrek in the same cinematic M- universe. Medal of Swamp. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a first-person shooter based off of different wars throughout history, and I'm pretty sure every game similar to Call of Duty was based on a different war. I think the original uh, Medal of Honor is World War One, mm-hmm. and uh, they kept going on from there. <clears throat> World War Two, Vietnam, Korea, and a bunch of other wars. Man, we get a lot of wars. God damn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but we always win. <laughs> just kidding we don't um but yeah so that came out do you have anything else to say about i don't have anything else to say about shooty shooty ps1 games do you no yeah it exists it exists it's uh it copied cod um let's get to a big boy here uh 
silver and gold. Pokemon, Pokemon gold, gold and, and silver. silver. Not to be confused with heart gold and soul silver, which are remakes of, the, of these originals. But um, this is Gen 2, baby. We're finally here. Uh, 1999 is when it released in Japan, and I think it didn't release in the States till 2000. But yes. uh, we're going to do 99 for it because that's what we do here on 1v1. Yep, yeah. so next year we will not do this. Yes, we will not do this. Um, yeah, uh, gold and silver had a whole new set of Pokemon, which is crazy. Like when you when you're thinking of Pokemon as a kid, I think of that original one fifty one and I think of like the memories you form with them. And then all of a sudden in the anime, everything ends and Ash is like, Okay, I'm gonna go to a new region. You're like, <gasps> New region? Like a Chikorita, what is that? <laughs> um by now, you know, by now, um new regions are nothing new because they've done it eight mm-hmm. times at least. But you know, the first couple signs of Gen 2, right? You had Misty's Togepi, who's actually a Gen 2 Pokemon, and you had Tracy's Ho-Oh Meryl in the first and Ho-Oh one. in the first episode. Yes, yeah, so like, there's always been a hint of there being more Pokemon out there, and finally Snubble. we get... Snubble. too, yeah. Snubble right. and Pikachu's Vacation. And Pichu in Pikachu's Vacation as well. And you finally get... Pichu um, was in... I don't think oh, Pichu no, was there's in... Oh, no, there's a mo- there's a one in front of... Um, oh, God. I think there's a Pichu in the short... the unknown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that one. Whatever. The Pichu brothers. But that one's Gen 2 as well. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm, it is. Um, that one's well seated in Gen yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think of Gen 2 always as the baby Pokemon generation. I do like yep, Gen 2, but yep, like, yep, yep. there's a lot of pre-evolutions. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Jinx gets one. Magmar gets one. Electabuzz gets one. Pikachu gets one. Um, i trying to think what else. Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff gets one. Clefairy gets one. You know, there's a lot of pre-evolutions. And then I think of Gen 4 later down the line as the big boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the big but they, boy added bon- they added Bonsai, Mime Jr. That's and, true. Um, uh, and um, I think that's it. Bonsai, pre- Mime Jr. And, for preemies? Yeah, and I think there's one more. I don't know. There probably is one more. Yeah. Happiny. Happiny. Happiny, yeah, for Chansey, yeah. Um, a peeny. But then there's a lot of you know post evolution. There's, there's a lot of other. Are other there ones. any are there any second evolutions for Gen One and Gen Two? I don't think there are. Um, I'm trying to think of some, I don't think there are. Dunsparce from Pikachu. <laughs> um, yeah, but probably there's a lot of useless single boys yeah, in Gen Two. Yeah, probably the most revolutionary thing in this in these new games is the day night cycle. Right mm-hmm. now, it's not just one consistent daylight or, or you know anything like that from Gen One. Now you have Pokemon that come out at night. Now you have Pokemon that come out at day. Now that your game actually changes colors. Um, there's different animations for surfing and flying. There's different Pokemon models, right? Mm-hmm. There's different yeah, different well, sprites, different sprites from the back. Yeah, a little bit for some of them at least. Oh, I'm sorry. But the sprites are always like the same like monster Gosh. plant looking Excuse whatever me. ones. Yeah. Some, um, of, some of them, I, I remember some of them being a little different. But If you like zoom in on them, yes. Right, 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 right. right. In, in the few instances where you could do that. Right. Um, um, it was a sequel to the first game. Yeah, direct um, it, it wasn't, and 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 it was a sequel, which is cool because games, Pokemon games, after this, didn't really do this except no. for Black Two and White Two, mm-hmm. which did do that. Mm-hmm. But like, this is cooler this because is cooler. people, because this game, um, so so of course the first one came out, uh, Red and Blue came out, and it was like an enormous success as they began to form the franchise from that mm-hmm. and then they came out with they came out with this game mm-hmm. they came out with this game um and then uh they were or these were originally supposed to be 
the last Pokemon games. Like they were gonna right. they were gonna be done with Pokemon after Gold and Silver. Right. Obviously, it was hugely successful as this went on to sell about the same amount of games as um, Red and Blue. And people are like, this is the best, one of the best selling games of all time for, you know, like Game Boy and stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of the best games of all time because it like it just expanded on this universe. And then and then it's it's if you think about it, it's literally two Pokemon games in one. Right. Yeah. Like I remember as a kid growing up, I would think I was I would always think like, why can't you go between regions and you can just have all the Pokemon and you can just go to Kanto and Hoenn and Johto. And I realized like. Um, I was I was friends with this kid in high school who really liked Pokemon. He got me into EV and IV training, and because because him and I were in the same scout troop, and like we sat next to each other in band and everything. But this kid, like he was he was he was funny, but like he was really really socially awkward. But yeah. like like but like in a way of like like I don't really give I don't I don't really give a fuck about anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I'm not into like he had people he would talk with and I, and I was sort of a friend of his, right. but he was just really odd. Right. This kid was like, like a, like, like a genius. Like this mm. kid had like a genius level intellect. He was super, super, super smart, but he also happened to love Pokemon. So I was really good friends with him. And, and like we, we bonded over X and Y and, um, why am I talking about this? I don't even know why I'm talking about this. Um, there's a reason for that, but. Um, something about Gen Two. I don't remember. Something about Gen Two. I don't remember that. That's something that happened with that kid. I'm pretty sure he's like a something crazy now. Like something crazy, awesome. He went to like Yale or Harvard or something. But man, why did I bring that up? Um, I don't remember. But anyway, it had a new Pokemon. It's good. Oh, he was the one that told me like. Yeah, that's basically like that's a dumb thing to want because that's mm-hmm. like a bunch of games in one. Right. That's why Gold and Silver are the best because it's literally two Pokemon games in one. Because mm-hmm. you go back because it's two years after uh, Red and Blue. Right. Um. So you so you're going through as as Ethan or uh, I think it's Ethan. Yeah. It is Ethan, but mm-hmm. I think it's also Gold. I think because it's it's confusing, but it is Ethan, but it's confusing. Um. Because you're red in the first one. So yeah, it could be Ethan or Chris, right? And like Crystal. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the final showdown at the very end of the game, after people mentioning this this boy two years ago, this legendary trainer two years ago who like you know, who did all these things and you're like, Oh, that that was me. I played as that guy mm-hmm. in the first game. You play through the whole game and you and you go through all these things, you beat the Elite Four and you do all the stuff and mm-hmm. it's like you know, like, and then finally, like, you hear this place. This is really spooky, crazy place with super strong Pokemon, Mount Silver. Ooh. And you go through Mount Silver, you fight through everything, and you're like, what's at the very end of this? You go to the top of this snowy mountain, and you see Red, the, the guy from the first game. It's like, oh, my gosh. And he has his Pokemon are, like, level 80. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy crap, like, who's going to win? And I love like, how he has, you know, all three starters fully evolved, mm-hmm. like a super strong Pikachu, a mm-hmm. Lapras, and a Snorlax. Like that's yeah. a, such a great red team. And anybody that would yes. have played like a really good, dedicated game of Pokemon Red and Blue would have had that. Probably had that team because they traded in, you know, they traded in some of the other yeah. starters. Maybe not Snorlax, but well, maybe. Snorlax you would have got from a root, right? Right. Because right. you can only get two of them, or right. one of them, right? 
You get you could could have gotten two, yeah. Yeah. So one of those yeah. Lapras is a gift. Right. Um in 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 what does he have? So he has one, two, three, and then a Pikachu from Viridian yeah. Forest. Yeah, okay, so that's six. Mm-hmm. In other games, um he also has an evolution, mm-hmm. um, and I want to say something else different, but he definitely has always has all three um, starters. starters fully evolved, a Pikachu, and then like typically like Lapras, Snorlax, or or like Espeon mm-hmm. or like Umbreon or something, right? right. Um, because he doesn't need another water, electric, or fire right, right, Pokemon. Right. So it's one of he those. He doesn't just need a water one. Yeah, so. And Blastoise. Um, which is cool. I think in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, I'm pretty sure he has, like depending on the game, he has Espeon or Umbreon. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and yeah, and then he in the Pokemon World Tournament in, um, which is really cool in Black 2, White 2, mm-hmm. they bring back all these old trainers and gym leaders from mm-hmm. previous games. Right. And then they have new like Pokemon up to Gen 5, mm-hmm. you know, which is really cool. And it's like all the gym leaders, yeah. all the Elite Four and Red. Mm-hmm. And like his team is, is, is a similar thing, I think. I, I should look it up. But That's sick. anyway, uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver came out this year. It's pretty freaking great. They're great sequels, man. They are killer sequels. Compared to some of the other sequels we have on this list, they're much. it's a much better sequel. Uh, the last one I want to talk about is Donkey Kong 64. I talk about this game a lot, so I'm not going to say much. But uh, it's a collectathon with all the different Donkey Kong characters from Rare, from Rareware, excuse me. And, uh, you know, you're moving around this big-ass island trying to collect bananas and coins and gold bananas and weapons mm-hmm. and instruments, and it's a lot of collecting. Um, I like this game as a child. I've returned to it as an adult, and it's not as fun to play. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a very good and well-crafted game. The only the thing that would fix this game, dude, is if it had a switch character button instead of having to go back to the barrel hmm. and come back to whatever area you're in. If there was just a button that triggered like changing between the characters and you could do right. that wherever, it's a great game instantly. But the fact that you got to track back all these times and you know try and collect different items from different areas, but different Kongs, it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the DK rap in our music episode. It's a very you know <laughs> uh, divisive piece of music from this game. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, I like it, but uh, you know, it's I, I would acknowledge that it's not one of the stronger games right. from the N64 right. era, but it's fun. And it's the game that I got with my N64 along mm-hmm. with Mario 64. So I played it a bunch and I remember like being a kid and being scared of the big um, hippo and pig boss thing. Yeah. Like, these big scary doors and you mm-hmm. got to feed these things bananas and they jump up and down and there's big scary bosses mm-hmm. inside. And I remember being scared of that as a kid. And But you made it. But I made it, yeah. They didn't get you. I remember beating it my first time. I think I was like eight years old Mm -hmm. because I I literally took three years to beat that game. Um, Yeah, it it takes a while. What a chump. It's a long game, dude. It's a lot of collecting. Um, Also, I I kept getting sidetracked. I can do it in a week. Well, yeah, now. (laughs) You probably do it in like like six hours. But um, yeah, uh, I have a lot of memories with it, but it's not... It's not technically a great game. It's not. It doesn't, doesn't hold up the best. There's rumors of a new Donkey Kong, uh, a new 3D Donkey Kong mm-hmm. from the developers of Mario Odyssey, which is very exciting. Um, if that comes to fruition, I'll be first in line to get it, but we'll see. I'm pretty sure that's the third time you mentioned that on the spot. I'll just mention it again. Whatever. 
That's okay, man. We'll find out once E3 comes and we do our E3 episode. Yeah, E3 is very damn soon. That's very exciting. All right. You got anything else? Um, Any other games you want to start deliberating? I do have one. Oh, you found one. Game. Okay. Um, oh, I've had this oh. from, from the get-go. Okay. And I'm surprised you don't know that I have it. What is it? Um, real quick. Interestingly enough, in Gold, Silver... So I looked up Red's teams. Okay. In Gold, Silver, and Crystal. So his his, his highest Pokemon is obviously Pikachu at 81. Dang. Um, and he actually has an Espeon. Oh, I just realized we skipped the first one. Okay. He also has an Espeon. So he has all three, Snorlax, Pikachu, and then Espeon in gold and silver. And then in heart gold and soul silver, instead of having an Espeon, he has a Lapras. Mm. He has a Lapras, which I you'd think Espeon would work more because he, he already has yeah. a water poke, even though it's ice. Um, and then that's kind of the team that stays consistent. Like... Mm-hmm. In black two, white two, it's the same exact team. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Pikachu, Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, Snorlax, Lapras. Same thing with Sun and Moon. I forgot he was in Sun and mm-hmm. Moon. Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. Um, He's got an Espeon in that too. Uh, nope, he doesn't. He oh. has he has a Lapras, Snorlax, all three starters, and Pikachu. Oh, okay. Yep. That's the team I knew him for. Um, so that's what I thought he still yes. had. And then he's also in um, Let's Go. Um, he's also, uh, so let's go is, 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 is interesting because, um, their character models, um, and teams pull from the manga called Pokemon mm-hmm. Adventures, mm-hmm. um, which is weird. It's like, you don't really think of Pokemon as a manga, right. but that, but that is. has red, blue, and then green who mm-hmm. is leaf in mm-hmm. the games mm-hmm. which is from leaf green and the only time we see her is leaf mm-hmm. um the girl from leaf green and 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 in that instance interestingly enough um red doesn't have charizard like we're red is so denoted as having charizard blue has blastoise and mm-hmm. you know he actually has a venusaur um so in 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 and it's really hard to fight him in in let's go because you have to defeat all of the um once you beat the elite four there are all those special trainers where you have to beat their like level 70 charizard or whatever with your charizard Mm -hmm. and it's really hard and you have to do that with all 150 pokemon and once or no i think it's like 50 of them i don't think Mm -hmm. it's all of them or like 100 of them or something and then you can fight red and he has a strange team so he has pikachu lapras snorlax machamp Mm. arcanine and then mega venusaur that sounds more like a gary team i know doesn't it that sounds like a leaf team yeah right you know because you fight her before you get mewtwo right I don't know, but that's more accurate to the original manga because yeah. um, it, it's all turned. I'm pretty oh. sure uh, Blue has a Charizard, I think. I don't really remember, but... Mm. Um, Interesting. Who knows, but that's the manga. It's like this weird thing. But but typically, Red is the guy because most people pick Charizard. Red, Charizard's red, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. He's the guy who's denoted, like in Pokemon Masters, he has his Charizard. Mm-hmm. And that Pokemon um, anime game thing that came out a few years ago. Right. Do you remember that? And it was it was Pokemon like... Pokemon Masters. Is that what you're talking Pokemon about? Masters is, is that mobile game mm-hmm. where it's like all the characters from like all the games and they have like one like main Pokemon to match right. them, right, right. you know? Um, and red has a Charizard in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like blue has a Blastoise, and that's what they're known for, right? right, right. Obviously, um, 
but no, like their appearances, their appearance, like Red's appearance, especially in um, Let's Go is his manga and his original appearance. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, right. it's not like his newer one as of 2003 with Fire right. Red and Leaf Green. Golden Silver is cool. Uh, I just wanted to do a little Red history there. Mm -hmm. um, Neat. Super Smash Brothers came out. This is the last one we'll talk about. Came out this year by Hal Labs. The OG. I mean, it's the first Smash. There's eight yeah. people in it, right? Are there only eight? Uh, I think up, up to ten. Twelve? No, it's eight. You're I've right. played this like twice, man. No, you're right. It's Mario, Luigi, Kirby, Fox, Samus, Captain Falcon, Donkey Kong, and Fox. That's it. Eight. Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh, shit. Oh, and Jigglypuff. There's ten. Yeah. Is there ten or are there twelve? I think, I think Captain Falcon and Jigglypuff are unlockable, unlockable. characters. Yeah, that's right. And then it's um, that's right. It's it's Fox, so mm -hmm. it, it's yeah, it's said Fox. Fox, Donkey Kong, mm -hmm. um, Yoshi. Oh, I didn't Kirby, say Yoshi. Did I say Link, Yoshi? Luigi, Mario, Ness. So it is twelve. Pikachu, Salmon, and Yosh, and then unlockable, Gigglypuff, which is a strange choice, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. And then um, Jigglypuff had a broken move in the first one, and then it was like um, a screech thing. Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. Yeah. Me. And now, and now it's a huge conglomerate. Now we'll have series. Well, of, this is plus eleven DLC, so I guess. So I guess that's all of the DLC. So that would be eighty-seven characters dang. in in the um as of by December of this year, um, we will have all eighty-seven characters. So wow. we'll definitely get a new one at E three. That'll yeah, be exciting. Sure. That's be always exciting. super exciting. We got two left. Yeah, two, two, three is gonna be cool. Two folks left. Yeah. Um, what a year, man! A good year for Pokemon. God damn, they had a lot of stuff come out this year. So many of these games are great. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's between Gold and Silver and Smash. Mm -hmm. Let me think. Me too. I I thought about throwing Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk in there. Yeah, because it's significant. And but it's, it's really only good, significant for a certain number of it's years. It's only significant for skaters and people who wanted to be skaters. Mm -hmm. And I think that was me in my like early tween years <laughs> before I realized how hard it is to skate and that it, you get hurt pretty easily. Um, mm -hmm. It's definitely a fun game to play, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's like greatest of all time. I mean, just in terms of copies sold, obviously Smash, Pokemon Gold and Silver, are gonna blow that out of the water, right? Like not even close. You know, um, Pokemon's at the height of its success train. At the, it's not slowing no, down. No, it's, it's not even at the height. It's at the beginning. Yeah. of it's like it's it's still ramping yeah, up. It's at still this ramping point. up. Yeah, but it's 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 still going up. And I mean, yep. it's it, Gold and Silver definitely carried it higher than um, that. Um, Smash was this new concept of bringing all these new characters together to fight each other and. Um, I'm thinking about thinking about playability today as a big factor in this for me. I played Crystal, which is Gold and Silver's third version, right? Yeah, so it's I played that a year ago and mm -hmm. I had a blast with it. Yeah. Um you know, Pokemon games age differently than a lot of than anything else, so I probably couldn't play the original Smash and have a good time with it, although I did play a lot of original Smash in college on my mm -hmm. N sixty four and on you know, with with people, and we had tournaments on on our on our dorm room floor and things like that. So 
I don't know. They both have a lot of significance for me, and I feel like they both are super influential to the series that they come from. Um, I think, I think I got. I think I want to go with Smash because because Pokemon, Pokemon Gold and Silver aren't the first games in its series. These aren't the ones that launched an entire franchise and created this new idea of character fighters. Now, Smash isn't the first character fighter either, right? You have other crossovers. We even the same year we had Marvel versus Capcom, you know. So it's not like it's not like the idea was totally novel, but for for taking, I think with the amount Nintendo they did with it, I think it is. Yeah, that hasn't been done. Like you don't right. see, um, like I guess Marvel versus Capcom, but like, right. which but like. Right. Even now, like how much right. are we talking about? I know it's a it's an it apparent exists, thing, yeah. and it still exists. I know it's an apparent thing, but like, mm-hmm. it's not going to sell thirty million copies though in twenty eighteen. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I also would give probably runners up to probably like Final Fantasy eight. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. As far as know, cultural significance, one? yeah, cultural significance for a lot of these. Um, not maybe not Silent so much Hill, maybe too, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say Silent Hill, um, um, Final Fantasy VIII, maybe and, Sonic Adventure and, too, and um, Sonic Adventure's not this yeah. year, and oh, that's um, right, you're right, you're right, sorry, Counter Strike, mm-hmm. um, but no, fuck them, fuck them, it's not your list, it's ours. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it to Smash because yeah, I'm good with um, Smash. Gold and Silver is fantastic, and it and it and it it, it like absolutely. Um, like hit home with Pokemon, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it like super solidified the thing. Like I said, they were gonna end the series. They were mm-hmm. like, you know, we're gonna finish out real strong, and then those people were just jonesing for more Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You know, and they when continued does Ruby with and Sapphire come out? Two thousand three, I think two or three. I think yeah. so. It would have been, um, you know, technically speaking, in this year in North America in ninety nine, we got uh, Pokemon Yellow. Um, right. in in um, North America in 99 right. right. we wouldn't have gotten gold and silver until a year later 2000 yeah um um but anyway in Japan um it was it was gold and silver and we already talked about Pokemon yellow so right. um gold and silver is great but just for what smash was then like sure the game itself like maybe doesn't hold up the best mm-hmm. and like i'm sure you can play it and have fun but like mm-hmm. What it eventually became. If you played it on an emulator, you could still have a lot like of fun. This, this with a like, better controller, you still have a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But like you could have that same amount and maybe even more on the newest, the newest one. The newest one, yeah. Right? Yeah. Even if you st- stick. Remember when you start the game and you only have like the first 10 characters. Right, right, right. And you got to unlock them, which is shitty. But yeah. like whatever. Yeah. You got to do it. Um, and uh, I don't know. Just for the living museum. Like I'm looking at this right here. Like this, this whole everyone is here. Like this, like painterly thing for Smash, where all yeah, the characters the are there. Yeah. Like, and this is this is the first installment in that. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving it to Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. M- frankly, partially also because we've given Pokemon so much goddamn love. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I actually I d- like. I do think Gold and Silver, though, and that generation, any iteration of it, whether it's this one or Heart and Gold, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. That's my favorite gen. It's it's brilliant. It's your yeah. favorite gen. I really like. I like it. I like the two gens in one, the two regions in one. Um, you know the graphics are better. Mm-hmm. It's it's just an all around upgrade from the original. I remember playing it. I remember playing this one a lot more vividly than I remember playing the other ones because obviously I was a little bit younger when I first played Blue and Red and Blue. Um, I remember actually caring more about moves <laughs> as 
as like a seven, as like a six and a seven year old when I first played. Because we like like we said, we didn't even get this game until two thousand, so it would have been six. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I remember caring a lot more about you know different types of attacks and moves that weren't just I'm going to use my strongest attack and surf and whatever else. You mm-hmm. know, like I didn't know. Um, but then I was like, I, you started to realize these different complexities there, and you start to think about the battling system a little more as you get older. So I remember that vividly with this. Um, more than red and blue, but I definitely cherish red and blue more as a first one. In terms of the difference between red and blue, mm-hmm. I'm going to play you one example. Okay. This is from Let's Go. This is Viridian City mm-hmm. or Saffron City. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So that's mm-hmm. from red and blue. That's yeah. the, you know, the best example. But just imagine yeah. it and from red. Yeah. Now, I want to play Heart Gold. Um, the same thing mm-hmm. from Heart Gold. So obviously... Sound font's different, um, and but they did this in the original. Mm-hmm. Um, once I can find it, and this will denote why Gen Two is better mm-hmm. than Gen One. Mm. Do we understand why it's better? Because they turned it into a bossa. <laughs> Isn't that great? They make it, and in the original, they make it. Um, But yeah, so Golden Silver is great. Red, red, and blue are great. Mm -hmm. However, it's gonna go to smash. We gotta give it to Smash Brothers. Gotta give it to. We gotta give it to the Smash because three years later, no, four years later, six years later, three Mm -hmm. years later, comes Melee. Uh, four years later. Two thousand three. Two thousand four. So five years later. Yeah, two thousand four for us in the states. Yeah. So five years later. So five years later, yeah. We'll hit it. Super Smash Brothers. We'll hit it. But wins 1999. Big upturn surprise. Yes. Big upset, not upturn. I don't know what I'm saying. Big upset. Check us out on Instagram, folks. At 1v1cast. At 1v1cast. We're there. We'll post that goofy Sonic picture. Did you get that? I got it, yeah. I'll post that. It. That goofy Sonic, not Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, but Sonic Tokyo Olympic mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Um, Bye. Bye, folks. Bye.